Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like Big Veiny Cox and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> Alright, those are my live sons. We are live. Uh, Gary Lamb's here, son's on his deathbed. Not feeling well. Smoker's cough, son's. Drug myself out of the hospital bed. Yeah, he wasn't going to miss it. Ripped the IV out of my arm. Told the nurse, the fans demanded. Yeah. Write this down. There, she said, can you wait another week? I said, we can't wait another week. We made a commitment. They're the people. Third week of the year. Third week out of the month, every month. There'd be riots and shit, man. It wasn't worth it. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you're, you know, health is important and all, but the people. It's all about the people, it's sons. It's all about the people. I got to share this. Yeah, you got to share it. Got to get on here. All right. So, because you're so blind, I'm going to read that bourbon bottle. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. I thought I was blind, son. So I gave this to 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 Gary to read prior to to going live here, and I've never seen nothing like it, son. I'm old, man. I'm old. <clears throat> All right. So this is called Puncher's Chance Bourbon. Love the bottle. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is 45 percent alcohol, which is a little higher than most bourbons. They're usually like 42, 41. It's gonna taste like um, kerosene. Probably. I'm going to go ahead and let you know right now. Oh, you I'll, kickstart a Harley with that. Let me tell you, bourbon and cigarettes are my childhood. That's what I remember about my childhood yeah. was my, my dad drinking bourbon. Yeah. Cigarettes everywhere, son. It's all right. well, Everybody well, smoking. What even, kind of cigarettes? Oh, he smoked Winston, son. Oh, that's like a, man. a true that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> my mom smoked. She's we're so cheap. She smoked these cigarettes. It was just a white pack that said cigarettes on them. Mm, that wasn't even a brand. That's all right. Yes, it was. <laughs> That was like the shit that at the the big factories that fell on the ground. (laughs) They swept it up at the end of the night with the sawdust and the shoe dirt. They rolled it in papers. Sell those bitches. That's exactly what it was. And they were like ultra, 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 ultra lights. So she just figured, why not smoke a thousand a day? Just look cool. Yeah, and you know, they're not hurting nothing. Like back in the day, you smoked in the house. Oh, yeah. In the car. In the car. Taking, in the restaurant. Dude, I'd go, I'm traumatized. That's why I wear too much cologne, sons. And this is, this is why we're here. Yeah, we're I'm a cologne to be man, too. Because I would go, my parents would take me to like a middle school dance, sons. And I'm just, you know, freaking 13-year-old kid with a raging boner, sons. I'm just here to meet chicks. And I get out smelling like the Marlboro Man. Yeah. And they didn't dig that? Of course not. They're like, you smoke I'm like, no, it's my fucking parents. Rolled the windows up, had the heat going. Cigarette ashes all over me from being in the back. What I don't understand is some people can smoke and you never smell it on them. Yeah. And then some people smoke and it's entrenched. It's amazing. It follows them like a cloud. Oh, yeah. All right. So let me read. This is why Uncle Randy bought this and I wanted Gary to partake. All right. It's called Puncher's Chance is a Kentucky straight bourbon inspired by two great American traditions whiskey and fighting for what we believe in. This bourbon is made with heart and honor for those who know how far they've come. For those who started early, stayed late, day after day, year after year. For those who have the courage and strength to do what others won't. Write that down, sons. Just write the whole thing down. That needs to be written down. (laughs) Write it down. Let's try. I don't want much. You know what I picture, though? It's terrible. I picture, remember back in the day, you had the suspenders on, the white shirt, the mustache, and you would roll up the sleeves. (laughs) And you fight like oh, this. Yeah. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, the dukes. When the you dukes. put your dukes up. But that seems to me like what 
I oh. think the guy who created this looks like that. I, I'm willing to guarantee you he had a mustache. You're absolutely right about no matter what. Probably an anchor tattoo right here oh, on his yeah. forearm and the long sleeve shirt covered it up. It's going to be rough. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I've never heard of it. Man, that smells like gasoline. Yeah. How do y'all like how how does one develop a taste for bourbon? I've tried. It looks well, cool and shit, I know. Because the need to look cool Outlaws overrides it. everything else. That's, fair okay. That's the right answer. Thing. While I like the fireball, <laughs> Don Corleone didn't sit around and sit fireball. No, hell no. Okay. Nobody issued a hit no. while drinking fireball. Now a woman showed her titties yes. while drinking fireball, and oh. I'm all for that. Absolutely. But let's stop. We're not going to waste this, though. No. Look, you're going to have to drink it. I'm going to drink some of it. All right, let me do this first to wet the palate. Woo! It's rough. I can already tell you. (sighs) Cheers. Oh, it's not rough. It's actually better than the last shit. Better than that Woodruff that you gave me. I'm blown away. I can't believe that's better than Smooth as hell. Dude, I'm going in for no two. No bite to it. All right. I'm actually shocked. It's I a, thought literally. Dog it, shit. I, I thought it was going <laughs> to jumpstart a Harley. Shit. I'm telling you what, though. Wow. not I'm that, impressed. I'm I can't believe how that smooth happens. that is. That's good. We got a lot of good shit to talk about tonight. Oh, yeah. We got a ton of good shit. And I want to start off, boom. Conor McGregor fight. Yep. This is very important. It's important. <laughs> so, first off, everybody knows. Gary here didn't want the smoke, sons. I offered him up a bet. He's a smart man. He's like, I can't bet this. All right, Never bet when you ain't willing to lose. And that's that's where I was going to go with that first off. So smart man. For one, Uncle Randy doesn't bet unless he knows he's going to win. Like I am, I usually win my bets. But I want to get your take first, just overall. What would you think of the fight? Uh, Connor lost the round. That's surprisingly good. I thought he was getting stronger towards the end of the round. I'm not sure that those kicks snapped the ankle. Yeah. Uh, they probably didn't help. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, Con- I became a bigger Connor fan than I already was. Motherfucker sitting in the ring, cast on his leg, talking shit, cutting a promo, and hyping the next fight. That's legend stuff. Let me tell and you. then he talks shit about the wife. And let's just say it was. He crossed the line. He Maybe. Was, he was inappropriate. Um. He deserved his ass kicked for it, but then he doubled down he did. on it. He stuck with it. He didn't give a shit. He didn't come apologize. He wasn't worried about his foundations. He wasn't worried about endorsement deals. Yep. He threw it out there again. Guess what? You don't have to like it, but I respect it. And I can guarantee you Dana White loves it. Yes. So to, I just want to see if we, we even think on the same wavelength here. Cause when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, hustlers, entrepreneurs need to write that down. Yes. Every bit of that. that there's a real life lesson in that because, like you said, for one, he just snapped his, his leg. Snapped it. Chris didn't, Weidman. Didn't sprain it. Snapped it. Oh, it was it. hanging on. It was hanging off. I mean, luckily it didn't come through the skin, but it should have. Yes. Chris Weidman did it recently. Anderson Silva did it. Yes. Four years ago. Watch when they break them. They're rolling, crying on the ground unconsolable understandably of course i would be like just put a bullet in my brain this hurts too much camera off of me gregor sits up on the cage tells joe come here yeah sit by me yes i gotta talk right so so maybe went a little far how the fuck 
can he even think he's not to do it so if anybody everybody that's all pissed off about the content yeah. number one Dustin Poirier also loves it. Yes. Because it just made him five more million dollars. Right. Exactly. So as much as he's acting, all right, and then his wife gives Connor the finger, that's right. all smoke signs. People don't realize if you've got a lane. It was almost lane, like Vince McMahon scripted it. Better. Yeah. And if you've got a lane or a gimmick, maybe, a, you know, a brand, all this is coachable moments for you because you live the gimmick. Live the you gimmick. You have to. Do not cave from it. Follow it all the way through. Um I always said about Trump, man, love Trump or hate Trump. He took, he won with the gimmick. He lost with the gimmick. Uh, he's backstage at UFC with the gimmick. And it, it was funny. All those celebrities seemed pretty enthralled with him backstage for all of the supposedly hate him on uh, social media. Oh, they did. They so, absolutely did. Fucking legend. Absolutely. And what I think gets lost in that is what people can actually take away from it, right? If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a hustler, you're trying to make a brand, which is kind of what we're all going to get into, which was kind of the point of this whole show, is like when you're at work or if you're starting a business or if you're wanting to create a brand or an image, right? I think you're the most important job you do every day, and this can even go to your regular job, isn't like how good do you do at work? That's important. Or who did you make happy or whatever? Customer service, whatever is making sure you got a job tomorrow. Right. That you still have right. something to promote or right. build on tomorrow and Connor's the best in the he's world. He's the best. That. He's already got another fight and he's still got the Nate Diaz fight. He's just he's booking got two his shit fights out, guaranteed in the books that he's probably too old for. They're a couple of years too late and he's going to make millions and guess what? We're all going to buy it. I'm buy Every it. single one of us. And we're going to throw parties in our house and people are going to puke on the backsplash <laughs> and they're going to drink all of our liquor to watch the fight. Why? Because he's Connor fucking McGregor. Right. He's won one fight, what, like five years? Oh, yeah. Dude, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? He's still going to headline right. it. He's going to be the headliner. He's going to get pay-per-view points. They did 1.8 million early estimates on this fight. That's humongous. UFC has been down to like 800,000. Yep. A, a show. Connor comes in, snaps his leg off, says no big deal. Boom, 1.8 million. And yes, all my booze got drank. All your Woodruff got drank. That's why that's replaced. So the minute you posted the post, <laughs> I read between the lines when you said all the liquor in the house has been drank. I was like, the Woodruff's gone. It was. The half the bottle's gone. They they have they've got into every crevice. Did you yeah. did it get to the point where you had to call Rick for moonshine to come over on the golf cart? Did it, it, it get to that level? It was close. The 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 puke, which was caused by the Woodruff. Yeah. Oh. Because of Terminator. This is the puker. Hall of Famer, sons, with a dick on his face because he's a two-time Hall of Famer. He puked on the Woodruff? Dude, he drank one of these. Yeah, I'm so. Never mind. About 20 beers. Yeah. Uh, some chocolate liquor. Mm-hmm. Some rum. So he was feeling good. And then he got the Woodruff mm. and started calling everybody pussies, which yes. is championship yes. in my mind. Yes. And he was calling Conor McGregor a pussy. Yes. And Dustin Poirier a pussy. And yes. he could whoop everybody. Could I whoop was loving it. I was ass. like, God, I love this guy. Yes. And then he hits that last shot of Woodruff, and I saw it. Like you can tell, it just sat right here wrong, and then it was just bleh, into the sink. He's very drunk, so he cleans the edge of the sink. And then when you're drunk, you think that's enough. Think like he cleaned, he thought he cleaned the whole shit up. Yeah, which is why there's no malice. However, it hit the black splash, the cabinets, and yeah, we saw it in the morning, and it was terrible. People throwing their dip in my dog food bin. It was just a nightmare of goodness. Yeah, that's all right though. <laughs> you don't want that every weekend. No, hell no. We're grown ass adults. Yeah. Every once in a while, those sons. Every time McGregor fights, 
We're okay with that. That's what I tell people. Every once in a while, you shit your pants, too. People now, Diaz, is Diaz pants. going to beat Lawler? Did that, Nick, that, the old Nick. Yeah, this is Nick. Did that get signed? Yes. Yeah, Nick has signed his. Yes. Robbie hadn't, but he will. Nick beat Robbie back in the day, knocked him out, one of his few knockouts. Nick is Uncle Randy's favorite yes. fighter. Oh, is he? I love Nate as well, but oh. I like the OG Nick. Six years off, though? Don't know. That's a lot off. That's a lot of years off. Connor's my favorite. I was always a Liddell guy. <sighs> yeah. So Can't not love Liddell. I was a Brock guy, too, but that was just more wrestling. But I liked him in UFC, even though he got his ass destroyed so many times. He was still a fucking beast. I don't want to get in the cage with him. <sighs> but I really do think people, especially hustlers, should look more at Connor. And everybody gets this, they get on their moral high ground. That's why everybody's all pissed. Guess what? I guarantee you, I'm willing to bet you the $7 in my savings account that Connor probably sent a text to Dustin's like, hey, man, I know I might have went a little far in the cage, but hey, man, we got 20 mil right. guaranteed. Like, it, and they live it, though. And Dustin's got to be the good guy. He knows he's the right. baby. And they know Connor is the fucking heel. It's, it, and you know let it. Connor do what he does and let him make you and money. cash the check, yes. Cash the check. So everybody get off your high horses. It's fine, sons. They're just doing and, what they're supposed to do. And here's the deal. R, stay on your high horse because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it actually helps him. Yeah, it is. So, again, in order to have fans, you got to have foes. <laughs> got and so stay on, stay on the high horse. Think you're better than him. Talk down about him. And let him live the Irish or the American dream, whatever you want to call it. And keep making money and keep watching because even though you hate him, you're still watching every fucking Absolutely. move he makes. 100%. And he just sold his shitty-ass whiskey company for $280 right. million. Shitty. Awful ass. whiskey. Horrible. I bought it immediately to try it. Why? Man, it's terrible. Because it's Conor McGregor. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's 100%. I'm not a doucher. I'm going to keep right. it real with you. He's the. Re I mean, I bought that fight. Right. It's Conor McGregor. No you other reason. See it. You got to see it. I usually do. Maybe... I stream illegally some right. of those fights. Right. Hypothetically. Yeah. Never would do that really, but maybe that's what I do. Maybe I actually on. bought this one though. Maybe I'm on Twitter and someone's streaming yeah, it. Yeah, somebody no hits me with a link. That. I didn't do anything. I but clicked this the link. One, I thought it was porn. This one I paid. And they're creeping up in price. Still paid it. Yes. Gonna, damn, they're going to be $100. And I'll still pay for it, sons. As long as it's Connor. Yes. As long as there's a story. As line. long as it's a storyline and somebody working the gimmick. The fact that Joe sat down with him with his leg hanging off. You can't you can't write it any better. Legend. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into this. So we covered the McGregor Poirier fight. You think they'll fight again though? Last thing. On oh yeah, of course. A fourth time, of course. even though he doesn't deserve it. Of as course. far as rationally, of course they sure will. You're because right. because he has the out. At the end of the day, he lost that round. I, th I think he was coming back at the end of the round. Who knows what would have happened in the second round? And that's the key. Who knows? It's actually he will the best always case have the claim that you don't know. You didn't finish, it. and that's the one thing I didn't like about Dustin. Dustin acting like he won that fight. Come on, and you did, but like at the end of the day, he snapped his ankle. Come on, he did his by himself, right? He just yeah, you didn't on snap it. it. No, yeah, he just stepped on right. It I puked. So that was a little bit of a turnoff to me of the old pansy ass, yeah. good guy, baby face Dustin. Go fuck yourself, Louisiana bitch. But then again, isn't he doing his part of he the, the, the storyline? He He's kind of doing it right. No, because I would have thought the good guy, if I want to play the baby face, I'm going to be like, I want a real victory for all the little holsters out That's there. I want to say our prayers and eat our vitamins. And I want to win a clean fight. Yeah. I'm not going to settle that, uh, that there's some doubt over this fight. I'm going to train harder. I'm going to say my prayers more. Yeah. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat him right here in this cage, That's fair a and square. perfect storyline. That's what he should have done. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he didn't. He let his emotions get ahead of him. Well, it's hard to match Connor, though. You can't, like, you people can't. that are really witty like that yeah. and shit, man, if you don't prepare for every, because I promise you, Connor prepared for every angle. Yes. If I win, this is what I do. If I right. lose, this is what I do. If I break my leg, yes. I do this. I stay on the ground. I get Joe Rogan down. So I've I got this him. guy who tries to engage me every now and then on social media. He is a kind of a promoter in another state. He's a good guy, but every once in a while he tries to get his bones off me. And here's the deal. He's a great smack talker. <laughs> and so what I do is I just, when he does it, it pisses him off more. I just totally ignore him and I make him irrelevant because at the end of the day, he has nothing to lose. And so he will go toe to toe with you and smack talk for fucking weeks on oh, yeah. end. And I'm like, I don't have time. Yeah. Every time he makes a comment to me, I have to ask myself, do I have the next three weeks to engage? Oh, with this sure. Guy? Yeah. No, I don't. Let me ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, those happen. All right. So last week we were talking about just starting over. We both were kind of talking about where right. uh, we had both had to do that. And uh, hopefully all of you, the returning uh, watchers and, and listeners, when this goes out on the audio version, um, will have written, written, written everything down that we told you. Now we're going to move on. I'll put a little back in, sons. <clears throat> so. I want to move on. I had a, we had an interesting question from a listener. I'm not going to read it because I'm going to steal their thunder. And they were asking about mentor, yes, being mentor. a mentor. <clears throat> and I was like, you know, we can draw a parallel to the next yeah. transition of this. I'm a big believer in it. So how do you feel about it? I know you mentioned the first time we, we did a show together for four historical hours. You're talking about uh, somebody that like mentored you in, in the church or pastoring yeah, you or something. I, I'm a big believer in mentors. I'm a big believer in... Um, finding people ahead of you on the journey and learning from their mistakes and having ideas to bounce off of. Um, even in promoting, I, I have probably one of the biggest, most known promoters in Georgia who's literally on my speed dial that I talk to on a regular basis, started the Atlantic Music Festival, um, was part of Midtown Music, ran Lakewood Amphitheater for almost 20-something years. Um I pick his brain before I do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't always listen to everything he has to say. I eat the meat and I throw away the bones. And, um, but yeah, um, I, I think so strongly of mentoring. I always tell this story. So when I launched, um, the first church I pastored, I wrote letters, handwritten letters. This is before social media. Yeah. Handwritten letters. Damn, you're old. Yeah, I'm old. By pigeon. I wrote handwritten letters to the pastors of the 25 fastest growing churches in America. Said, I'm Gary Lamb, blah, blah, blah. You've influenced my ministry. I'm going to start a church. Would love to fly to your town and have 30 minutes of your time. Not a one of them responded. That's a smart move on your part, though. I had my first service. I hand wrote all 25 of those pastors and said, we had our first service. Just want you to know, thank you so much. There was 267 people at that service. Would love to fly to your town. (laughs) Relentless. And had broke 500 Wrote all 25 of those pastors. Broke 750. And at 750, I get an email back, because in that one I put my email from one of the pastors. And he said, Man, you don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Come up anytime you want to, and I'll be glad to take you to lunch. And I went to Anderson, South Carolina, met a guy who was pastoring a massive church who was a few years older than me. Let me tell you what's in Anderson, sons. I'm from South Carolina. Nothing. The whole thing is Clemson. Yeah, Clemson and, and, and the jockey mark. <laughs> Or the jockey lot yeah, or some kind, yeah. some kind of one of the biggest yeah. flea markets in the world yeah. or some yeah. shit like that. And um, went to lunch with him. 
instantly hit it off with them. He took me under his wing, introduced me to all those pastors I had written letters to over the years. And that's how I got in with all those guys, relentless yeah. in mentoring, relentless in picking brains, um, paying for coaching networks, paying for courses. Um, I'm always learning. If you're not willing to learn, you're not willing to uh, grow. I, I don't know it all. Um, on the way over here, listening, uh, I, we're starting some, doing some stuff with T-shirts and different things. Listening to a T-shirt podcast. Who gives a fuck about a T-shirt podcast? I do the same Guess shit. Guess what? I do because I'm in the business of doing that. I don't have time. I'm 45 years old. I don't have time to make all the mistakes. If they've already made them, let me learn from sure. them. Let, let, I don't have – why am I going to spend 20 hours researching a piece of software when this guy on the podcast has already done the research and telling me, hey, here's what you need to use and here's what you need to go get. Yep. Boom. Um, had lunch three weeks ago with probably one of the top 25 largest apparel company guys in America – Coincidence, they're out of Canton. How were they? Um, They were good. Yeah. Um, I could tell he had never met someone like me who literally was just firing questions at him. Um, He had kind of grown past the point of knowing all the answers to everything. Sure. He told told me, he said, man, you need to meet with my staff. He was great. Um, Meeting cost me $50,000. I left that meeting and dropped $50,000 on equipment because (laughs) the way they were doing it was so effective and so efficient that um, I knew for us to go to the next level, it was time for us to do that. And so um, it was an expensive meeting, but I think it was a game-changing meeting because I think that 50000 is going to make me a million yeah. over the next five years. And so, but I'm always learning. Um, all, and I never waste their time. I, I sit down with five questions I've got to ask, whatever those five questions are. I always have about 10 questions in case they give me more time. Yeah. But I want to respect their time. And so I'm a huge believer. Write that down, sense. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but if you get the ear of somebody that is above and beyond right. you in whatever it is you're doing, you should have that. You should not, you should go in there to take as little of their time let, as possible. Let me, let me give you the two things you need to do. Little of their time as possible and shut the fuck up. They didn't meet with you to hear about you. Sure. You met with them to hear about them. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to sit there. If I got 30 minutes with the guy and spend 20 minutes telling them all my story, no, no. Hey man, here's what I'm trying to do. Bam, here's some questions I have. And then I sit up and I shut up. And another thing I don't do is, even if I, listen, I've had times that people have given me answers to questions where I knew immediately. In my context, that will not work. Yeah. This, he is outdated in his answer. Or full of shit. He's wrong. But even then, I don't argue with him. Yeah. I don't tell him no, why that sure. won't work. Man, I just write down the notes. I always equate it to this, man. When I eat chicken, I eat all the meat. But I throw the bones away. Sure. And so, uh, man, I eat the meat and throw away the bones. I, I write down what I think will help me. And I can always learn something no matter what. But I, I constantly stay in contact. I'm constantly, if you were to come to me today and be like, man, I got a buddy in Alabama. And he owns a screen printing company. And he's been pretty successful. Yeah. You know what I do? I'd immediately say, man, will you connect with him and say, yeah, give me 30 sure. minutes? That's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. And so um, that's who I want to meet with. And so I'm a huge believer in mentoring and learning and being part of those that have gone on before us. So I've got a question for you. This is really just Uncle Randy interviewing Gary because yeah. this is this is something that I've really noticed. All right. So the last big event that you did down at the mill, yes, with uh, Guardians yeah. Championship. By the way, July third, man, they are the most awesome band. And dude, I've been to a lot of shows. Yeah, their show is fucking incredible. Fun and this party. whole party, the best party band. This. If you weren't already on the map, more people like learned about you from yeah. this. I saw it on social media. People like, 
I didn't know you did that, Gary. Yeah. I didn't know that's really what you did. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. So people already know you. Right. But then they come to that, which right. was a great party, by the way. I appreciate you coming. Uh, it was Silver more Town people Rep- than I expected. Silvertown represented. Dude, it was a great party. And you can't talk to Gary during his things, though, by the way. Just don't even try. Like, just shake the hand and let him move. He doesn't stop moving, sons, because he's got that much shit to do. But, um, I mean, MTV was there. Yes. What the fuck, man? That's humongous. Filming a documentary. Filming a documentary. The band was fantastic. The vendors were amazing. The egg roll shit is the best motherfucker I've ever ate in my whole life. Not Those only ladies, the best thing you've ever ate, the greatest concept ever for a food totally truck. Totally. That's what you Perfect ex- for it. That's what you expect from a food truck. And Let it, me go eat something quick, easy, I can hold in my hand that is, fuck, why did I? And I don't have to wait two hours right. for the shit. Here's what I always say about good carny food. I want to see the idea and get pissed that I didn't think about it. Will you always like, offer the f- them a place at your venue? Always. I've known her forever. She's I named, amazing. I named that company for her, the Funky she's, Egg Roll. She's amazing. Um, I, I've coached her along the way. She's awesome. Um, Listen, yes. if you want something, get the buffalo chicken fucking egg roll right. and shut your mouth. Yeah. Just buy five of them like yeah. Uncle Randy did and then go back and get five more yeah. in a few minutes. She had three meat pizza at the market on Tuesday <sighs> night, egg roll. Dude, what Amazing. a fantastic idea. Mac and cheese and, and bacon. And it's all really, she really pre-makes them. Like, yeah. this is not They're bullshit. Fresh, They're not like some frozen right bullshit note. that she's marking up her margins and yeah. making a, no, dude, she's making yeah. these shits, dropping them in the fryer, God damn, boom. and they're Out boom, of a tent. ready all day. Huge vat of grease, son, what you want to see. Boom, there's yours. Yes. Here they go. Yeah. Incredible. Correct. So, uh, anyway, so my question was like, how many, do you get approached often people that are like, Gary, can you? Will you mentor me or do they kind of go around the bush and kind of suck you off a little and then try to be? Yeah. You know, I tell you, it's funny. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty accessible guy sure. through social media and different things. And so I have a lot of people hit me up. Um, formal mentoring, almost everyone who has ever asked that of me that I have agreed to do it has made it about two meetings and that's it. And they're done. Um, I'm too obsessed with it. I'm too driven by it, um, too obsessed with it. Um, and I'm also not a guy. I'm not a systems guy. I'm not an executive guy. So I operate way better in the chaos. I can't tell you what I do ahead of time. Yeah. But you can follow me the night of, and I can tell you everything. Yeah. Um, it just kind of works out. And let me be real clear here. I'm not comparing myself to this in any way, shape, or form. But I heard one time. How about that? It, it was fantastic. I'm gonna have I, another. I one don't in a ever do that. I think we talked about this the last podcast. I can't remember the ESPN article that talked about why Hall of Fame coaches or Hall of Fame players didn't make great coaches. I can't remember. And they talk about Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan can't did, tell yeah. you what makes him so great. He, he doesn't understand. He's just out there, and everything's moving in slow motion. And he kind of expects everyone to right. be and that And so, great. coaching networks are hard for me. I used to do a lot of coaching of pastors and stuff. Um, but mine is not a, I'm not a systems guy. So it's very much hype, big brand, build your brand, branding, launch. I'm a great coach if you want to launch something. Startup. I tell people all the time, I'm not a business guy. I'm a launching guy. I'm an entre- I am an entrepreneur in the truest sense of the word. Let's start something. And then um, because I'm not a business guy, is why none of those have grown to multi-million dollar businesses. Because I get bored with them right when they start to get successful. Yeah. Gotta start something else. <laughs> well, here's the the funny thing, right? Because I can't. I don't know if you even remember because you're you got so many things to do. But I walked up to you just just picking your brain at the beginning of the show, and I was like, 
Are you nervous at all when these things go on? And your your wife uh, awesomely just interjected and was like, no, this is when he calms down. <laughs> Did she say yeah. that? She's like, no, this is when he's good. Yeah. It's all the others, you know, before shit. But yeah. once this starts, this yeah. is like, he's good. Yeah, I'm in my safety zone. Um, I operate in chaos. Everything's moving in slow motion. Um, I'm too cheap to hire anybody. So that's why you see me moving around nonstop. I'm security organizer, timekeeper. Yeah. Um, so I'm walking around the whole time. I don't like people. Yeah. And so it keeps me moving. I can shake hands and I, I do like people, but people sure, wear I know what you're saying. And so I know what like, you're saying. I, I don't have time to stop and shoot the shit on shoot the shit. And I don't want to talk yeah. and shoot the shit. I want to hit and run. I want to watch people have fun. Nothing makes me happier than seeing people smiling and walking around. I showed up Saturday morning of that event at about eight 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And there was already 200 chairs out and there were six people already tailgating. And so I made some comment to them. I said, man, you guys are early. Yeah, we're just going to be here all day. They yeah. didn't leave all day long. So, they couldn't walk at the end of the night. I don't even know if they left at night. I think they were with their truck went to sleep. How did you feel when you saw Uncle Randy busting a move, though? For one, Uncle Randy can move. So. Sometimes there's just moments. They'll um, stay with you forever. <laughs> you know in Wayne's World, when Garth looks up and he sees the girl in Dreamweaver starts playing? <laughs> yes. And... um. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I mean, I'm not gay, <laughs> yes. but there might have been a little bit of tingling yeah, downtown yeah, dude, over it. I mean, I'm a man. I'm proud. Of, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it's that. It's natural. It, it was, it was, it was incredible. It was magical. That's the way that uh, Brooke said it to me. Like, she was like, you don't dance enough. And she's right. Like, they're just that good of a band, dude. How the fuck can you not? They're just they're the best party band there is. I don't know. Like, the three people that weren't dancing, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? Right. What kind of a douche are yes. you? Because yes. everyone else is at least doing... Yes. You know, 3,000 people just dancing. Yeah. And so were you... How proud of your, of that event were you? Was that a good one for you? A really uh, good one or a great one? Yeah, I was, I was proud of it. Uh, I probably don't celebrate wins enough. Yeah, because it, it was great. Dude. It was great. I had fun. Um, I love seeing community happen. I love seeing people have a great time. Um, it, to me, it's always could have been bigger. Yeah. It always could have been, I don't know how it could have been better necessarily. I don't um, And how much bigger can it get in that space, bro? No it was it. packed the fuck out. Yeah. I don't know. Where are you wanting them? Yeah. I where are you wanting them, Gary? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was good. I mean, you couldn't move, but it's, I, like I said, I probably don't celebrate wins enough. The minute it's over, um, my mind goes right. What's next? Yeah. And so that's just what I do. The high for me, the re- and, and I know this sounds really sappy, and especially for an asshole guy like me. Sure. But the set, the reward comes for me from literally seeing what you just said. Yeah. Silvertown over there, all together, drinking, laughing, dancing, and there was clusters of tribes there were all over that them. place. And to see the vendors that I know and to walk by and be like, that's a single mom. And her husband walked out on her two years ago when she started this company. Yes. And now her line's 20 deep and she's killing it. And it just, it, that stuff, I love to see other people winning. And seeing, exactly. Seeing them win. Because the funky egg roll lady, I'm sorry to keep going back to this, but here's what happened. And I do this at restaurants. And it, it sometimes it drives Brooke mad. But when I'll get a waiter or a waitress, a lot of times I'll do the old, what's your favorite? Right. And just pick and see. And I'll be right. like, I'm taking that. Yeah. Because I asked you. Right. I said, what should I get to eat? And you said, funky egg roll. Yeah. Have a good day. And then you walked off real right. quick. 
So I was like, that's what it is. Right. And it was incredible. And I was telling the ladies how great it was, and they were very nice. And then when I went back, there were people in front of me and behind me, and they were like, what should we get? And I was like, bro, I've already had five of the buffalo chicken, so I know that's not bad. Right. So get that. Yeah. And she was so gracious, and they were dancing and having a great time. And I was just like, that's a small business that's having the best day ever. Right. They're making money. Yeah. They're also enjoying a great band, a good venue, yeah. a community. Nobody's stabbing nobody. Right. Nobody's shooting anybody. There's no bullshit. Right. Great time. Yeah. And that's what I hope Canton continues to grow. It was Canton at its finest. I've got the Guardians back October 30th. The difference is this time we're on Main Street. Well, if and they so, ever come back to the action Canton. building, I have been summoned by my wife. They we will have to be go there every time they they'll go. They'll be there. The last matter of fact, the last time they'll be there this year, because Fozzie's on the road now, they'll be there the second Friday in August. Fozzie's awesome. Uh, did you see the crowd they played yes, in front I of did. today? Jericho. I yeah. saw them practicing in your building, yeah. son. Well, they keep everything in our building. Yeah, why not? And Jericho so, close friend. Yeah. Well, hey. So, no, so half the guardians are in Fozzie. And yep. so, you know, when Fozzie's not touring, they can play. And so Fozzie's going on tour September. <clears throat> And um, so they won't be touring. So the last time they'll be, here's August. But then October 30th, we'll have them in downtown Canton. I had Main Street reserved for a whole night. And um, That's going to be some shit. It's going to be a party. All right. So back to the mentor thing. Yes. I got a question for you on this now. Okay. So, so the people out there, right, if you're, if you're successful in a business and, you're, and someone has asked you, maybe they don't come out because it's kind of hard to say Gary Lamb will you mentor me or yeah. Uncle Randy will you mentor the way it happens with me is people just beat around the bush and they're like hey man I love your podcast and right. shit how do you do can you know do you mind if, if I like come watch a show or right. hang out and show, you know that's how they do yeah. it with me um, and a lot of times I'm be honest I'm guilty of like not even thinking about it and giving them enough credit and doing it because there are benefits, like, what do you see as benefits to people actually being a mentor? How can that benefit you? Because I've thought mentor, about it, being one. Um, I think being a mentor, it keeps the fire going. So sure. for events, for example, I'm seven years into events now. You just asked me, how did you think about that event? I'm like, it's okay. I've lost the zeal. I've lost the fire. I still love it. Sure. I met with a guy the other day that's graduating college. He wanted to take me to lunch. We went to lunch. And this kid was delusional in his dreams. But his delusional dreams fired me up. I'm sure. I was absolutely. smiling. I was laughing. I was thinking, God, I remember when I used to be that stupid and that excited. Yes. And it was a fine line between me to give him a reality check, but also didn't want to piss on his dreams. Yes. And, that's and so, tough. dude, it left me fired up. And don't, I think, matter of fact, I think this is right before our last podcast. And I talked to you about this. He starts throwing out his numbers and stuff on TikTok and how, and I'm like, it challenged me. So I grew. Yeah. Even though I'm mentoring him over lunch, I'm learning from him in return. That's I call it learn in return, it. Absolutely. man. Learn in return. We're feeding off each other. Yeah. And he's it, it was worth that lunch for me yep. to hear about the importance of TikTok. And I've been down that TikTok rabbit trail now for a month and yeah. trying to learn and getting ready to launch that um, because of that meeting. So it was worth my time to go and learn about the power there. And that's exactly what, uh, like, you'll hear it from... Uh, like even Joe Rogan, uh, right? Like uh, <clears throat> powerful Joe was talking about, and my close personal friend, sons, just because we're uh, we're connected by uh, by mutual friends. Whatever, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not name dropping, but Joe Rogan, my buddy, um, he was saying on uh, one of his recent shows that in jujitsu, which I trained jujitsu for a long time, is 
the when you become a coach, your jujitsu gets three times better. Of course. Because you start coaching the details that maybe you started overlooking. And like you said, the fire, but maybe then you also start telling them what you do and you realize some of the places where you're not very good well, at. You, uh, and also the places, I think you said too, where you're, you're cutting corners sure. or things you used to do and maybe you're not doing anymore. And I think there's also just something powerful about it. Um, this is a weird comparison, but I, I think it goes back to, it's one of the steps of AA is in recovery, your recovery is not complete until you're then mentoring someone else in sure. their recovery. Yeah. You're yeah. giving back of your time yeah. out of what's been given to you. And I will give my time to anybody who's willing to put the work in. Yep. That being said, if you waste my time in a mentoring relationship, I will cut you off quick because the most precious thing I have is time. Absolutely. I'm not, not going to sit there and when you ask my opinion on things, I'm not saying you got to do what I say, but don't tell me why it won't work and how it won't work in your circumstances. Yeah. And listen, man, you asked my take opinion. Take the nuggets you asked, and, and You asked take what them. works for me. Yeah. Can you do it a different way? Sure, sure you can. I'm just telling you this is the way I did it, and it's worked pretty damn well. And so, but everyone has a reason on why they can't. I've got a great friend, and I've kind of cut him off recently because at the end of the day, he wants to have the same phone conversation every single day about what he's going to do. And the reality is I would I love him and would take a bullet for him, but he's probably never going to do anything. And if he does it, he wants to do it the way I do it still from me and he, and I don't care that you can steal everything from me but what he wants to do is he doesn't want to put in the work he wants to take the shortcut he wants yeah. the cliff note I'll listen to a podcast I say man you gotta go listen to this podcast hey man just just give me the cliff note version yeah. no motherfucker go mm-hmm. listen to the podcast yeah. like go go put in the hour to hear what he had to say something else might talk to you but I love mentoring business people um, startups i love mentoring startups people that are trying to build a brand people that want to hustle and i use that word i've evolved over to using that word hustle a lot more because i think there's a lot of startups and a lot of entrepreneurs and then there's hustlers i don't think i'm not saying they're better there's just a difference between starting something that requires you to hustle that requires you to set up a pop-up tent bring out oil bring your your cooler full of bag rolls sling them into things that's different than other hustles sure so and i'm just drawn to hustlers yes i agree 100 percent. now i've got two nuggets to add to that and i want to see if you agree one thing if you're a mentor if you've ever done it or if you're considering it or if somebody is asking of you to be a mentor one thing that that can actually come of that for you is if you want to develop your leadership skills there's no better way that's a great way to 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 become a leader and as as an apprentice or whatever you call or a mentor, whatever the fuck the word is for it. You got somebody to hold you accountable. Right. You know, that's where I think the biggest part of it. And that's like you were saying, like if, if you waste my fucking time, you're right. gone. Right. And that's real life. Yes. Right. Like, cause if you start trying to have business partners or sponsors, which I deal with, dude, you fucking waste their time. You're right. gone. They don't give it two shits right. about you. are like a fart in the wind, bro. Yes. You're gone. You know, you fuck around. You fuck them over. You don't pay it. You don't reply. You're gone. Yeah. It, and that's real life. And in real life, guess what? You fuck up. You're fired. Yeah. You're fired in life. I've been fired. I fucked it all up to the point where I got nothing. Gary's done this. We yeah. talked about it to a blue in the face. Life's gonna kick you in the dick hole. And so are fucking employers. And so are sponsors. And all this other shit. And I think there's a, there's a key too. I think the problem sometimes with those informal mentoring relationships is 
is you go back to this. Is you have no skin in the game. And so where when I'm in a coaching network and I'm dropping five hundred dollars a month to be coached by this guy, I'm damn well gonna listen to him because I got skin in the game. But when I go to a guy that doesn't cost me anything but a cheeseburger because I took him to lunch, yep. maybe I don't have enough skin in the game. I did a coaching network one time that I led up and um, it was 12 weeks long and I charged everybody. I think there's 20 people and I charged them $15 every Saturday morning. And that's worth it. And, all and day. what they didn't know though was I didn't tell them this. Those that came to all 12 classes the last day I gave them all their money back. That's hilarious. But, but, I, but I wanted them to know they had some skin in the game. Because you knew there would probably be half of them wouldn't make and, it. And, and they didn't. Because there was so no, you were still going to make money and prove your point. There was no, there was just no skin in the game, and we take stuff for granted, and we have accessibility so much now to so much wisdom through podcasts and YouTube. I mean, I, like I told you, what a random thing! I, I googled today. I had to go to LJ and do a funeral, and I uh, not Google. I got on my <sighs> podcast app and I searched building a t-shirt company. Yeah. And shit tons of podcasts show yep. up. I'm like, what? There's a Incredible podcast called Building a T-Shirt Empire. The guy's got over 100 podcast yep. episodes. So, boom, just start listening. Start learning. Um, you know, I think sometimes we think that when we're listening, we have to give an undivided attention. No, we don't. I was driving down the road. I was looking at the scenery. Sure. But nuggets are popping out at oh, me. Oh, and the things that are important will hit you right in the tits. Exactly. Things hit you in the tits when they need to, sons. Write that down. Yeah. It's a real thing. So... But uh, yeah, so just to finish this off and we'll move because we got a lot of listener questions, but what what really got to me right there and I forgot to mention it is, all right, so you've upgraded your t-shirt uh, equipment. Yes. People that follow you know this. Yes. Um, happened quicker than I expected. Yeah. I so, pulled the trigger but, quick. But here's the deal. Because so, I went to someone who was ahead of me, saw them in action <laughs> and thought, why am I going to wait? But you and your, your very smart wife yeah. who are... Behind this, this right here, yeah. sons. Look at the shirt. Look how well it fits. Look at the fucking gun, sons. It snugs the body. That's what Uncle Randy Boom. likes. If this shirt wasn't a good shirt, I'm not going to wear it, sons. If it's a dog shit, Gildan, not wearing it, sons. It's got to be a, this is a great t-shirt. That's where I gauge t-shirt companies, but that's that's neither here nor there. Love the shirts, by the way. Appreciate Bought it. Brooke four shirts at your thing. You're the man. Had to. Gary was like, no, don't buy it. I was like, no, fuck that. I'm buying it. I want to support and, it. And, and I've used that to as an example to about five different people. Yeah. I offered to give you the shirt. You sure did. I'm not And doing you said that. I'm supporting it and I'm buying it. I'm never doing it. Yes. And that's I incredible. want to. That's what I want to do. And I hope my friends would do that for me. And they do. Right. So it's the right way to be. Don't be the dickhead that's like, no. let me give you 100 free shirts and be like, yes. Right. Write this down, right. sons. Don't be that doucher. Right. S- support your friends if they've got a good product. Right. If Why, the product you you, now, the if, it's, if it's dog shit though, of course not. But if it's a good product, right. you support your friends. Right. I always do. <sighs> all right, so all right, let's go into uh, these questions. We got a bunch. How many we got tonight? We got a shitload. I don't know if we'll get to them all again. We're gonna get to them. All. We're on the now, time limit. Here's tonight. the deal, though. I'm gonna be <laughs> Uncle Randy's a humble man. Over half these questions just start with the word Gary. They're like, Gary, so this. That's hey, well, the power I, of Gary Lamb. I'm going to tell you something. I was getting a little bit of a complex because I literally have been posting about it for a month and didn't get one question sent to me. Dude, they, I'm they just said, hoping they send them to you. They do. And we, from the jump, we've said to send them to my DMs. I know, but so, it's just bad for my ego. Well, if this, one person this, could send me one question this month, maybe for Uncle Randy, for yes. my own ego, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. All maybe, right. So maybe Brooke can do that or something. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, here's the for this one's interesting because I want to know the answer. Okay. Gary, what are you afraid of? Oh, man. What am I Let's afraid get deep of? Deep here, sons. Let me take a sip of this, but hang on. Let me just listen to the sip. Listen. 
actually not bad, but dude, I've never had a second glass of bourbon. That's your third, ain't it? No, it's my second. Oh, okay. I've never finished one. Yeah. The first one on our first podcast, it sat like that. I took one little yeah. dookie sip and never touched um, it. Two things. I, I And this is going to sound really weird. I'm petrified of growing old. Mm-hmm. I, it consumes me. 40 years old. When I turned 40 and 45, when I turned 40, it was hard because I was like, man, probably a real good chance half my that's life is Mendoza over. That's the Mendoza line. Yeah, that's fair. Probably half my life is over. I, if you're lucky, sons. I love life mm-hmm. so fucking much. I have more fun asleep than most people have awake. Yeah. I love life, man. And so the thought of growing old, man, I, I hate it. Yeah. And then um, I, 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 I don't know how to word this necessarily. Because um, it's not the fear of failure because I don't fear failure. I fail all the time. The fear of not being irrelevant, the fear of not making a difference. Sure. The fear of at the end of my life, to know that, man, I didn't leave the world a better place than it was when I got here. I, I think irrelevant was the right word. Yeah, irrelevant. The first word, it was yeah. right. And so that's huge to me. Yeah. I always want to know, am I doing something that makes everybody around me better? Yeah. And um, I want people to be like, I want anybody that has met me. Yeah. Something makes this very clear. I don't give a fuck. If you haven't met you. Absolutely. You don't know me. I but, agree 100% about it. People ask me all the time, like, how do you feel about this guy? He thinks you're a yeah. douche. I'm like, I haven't met him. Fuck him. Yeah. I want everyone who has met me to be like, even if they're like, man, I met him. He's a cock. He's an asshole. He's a douchebag. Yep. But I want him to be like, but fuck, there is something about him that he really does seem to care in some weird fucked up way. And he grinded his ass off. Right. And so I think those two things, man, the fear of being irrelevant That's great. and um, at failing, not failure, but failing at this thing called life. And I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. I, I want to suck life out for the for everything that is. is. I want to be the guy who goes to the $14.99 buffet mm-hmm. and costs the restaurant $150 and they <laughs> lose money on me. That's what I want to do with life. Yeah. Um, oh, me too. Man, Turn this I, bitch in and I, use I, that. I, I want to enjoy every single moment of it. And um, just the fear of looking back over my life and saying, man, why didn't I try that? What do you fear? Yeah, that's, as I was going to say, listen, there's only a couple things that uh, Uncle Randy uh, fears, sons. Snakes. Yeah. Fuck snakes. Yeah. Dude, I hate, I'm so scared of snakes. No, but hold on, stop though. You don't there's a difference. You're scared of snakes. Yes. I'm scared of a lot of things. Yeah. I don't, I don't fear them. No, I, I'm fearful and scared. Snakes, snakes make uncle Randy turn into like, yeah. I mean, you have to ask my wife. I threw my pregnant wife oh. in between me and a gardener snake. That was this big yeah. at our old house. Well, and she took it. Didn't she like a champ? Oh, Cause she's a fucking winner. bro. Right. I can't do shit without my wife. Right. That's my son's shirt at the pool today. Cause yeah. I can't do anything right. without her. We talked about it last episode. Right. We were both fucked right. without our wives. They weren't here. Yeah. We were both oh, you saw my wife in action. My wife at that event. She's incredible. She just keeps it smooth for me. Dude, and your daughter's kicking ass. She's awesome, She's isn't kicking she? Ass. Kill it, killing it. Son's kicking ass. Yeah. Love Luke, too. Yeah. I told you I met him yeah. at the pool champion. Yeah, he's I had awesome. him competing. He's- I had him in gutter compete because that's what champions do. That's right. Did they tell you? I had them competing, like diving for jewels. That's awesome. They were both coming back. 
both almost drowned, didn't they? That's okay. Don't what you think. Key is they didn't. They kept themselves afloat. They were swimming for jewels for time. So they were willing to die, which that's a champion. That's, that's right. That's a little bit that's of champion. That's how they need to be trained, right. You know, one girl had to be jumped in after, hey, no champion. That's, that's, how, you get, that's how life works. It yes. will weed them out. So I'm scared of snakes. You know, I'm also scared, and it's not really scared. Something that sits in the back of my mind, right? Because I have had uh, a failed marriage. That that scares me. I don't want to ever do that. Yeah. I don't want to be a bad husband yeah. ever again. And I've been one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I've talked, you know, yeah. no, no open. Yeah. Know, there's I've no been, bullshit. I've been a bad something. husband to Christine. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Like, well, I've I mean, been like, bad all the time. But it is something that, right. because my wife is so great. Yeah. A lot of times I'm like, man, I, she deserves the best. Yes. Always. Right. And I'll catch my, which I think, write this down, sons. Everyone should evaluate themselves as a spouse. I'm talking about the wives and the husbands. From right. time to time. You know, if you're taking a shit or something, you got a minute to think. Be yeah. like, how am I doing? Right. You know? Yeah. Am I, am I doing as good as I could? Am I am I showing her or him that I love him? Yeah. Am I pulling my tits out enough? Right. You know, am, I, am I giving her the cock enough? Like, right. Evaluate, sons. Everyone does it. So those are my two. Yeah. Yeah. Both rational, both good fears. I yeah. think both of us got a championship grade. Uh, here's another Gary. Oh, this one's deep though. You got to get biblical, son. Sorry about that. This is. This could be. I don't know, bro. I don't want to hear it. Sometimes you get on those. You're like, all right, we want to throw down. I'll throw down. Okay, let's go. By the way, listen to you preach again Sunday. Yeah, kicking ass, son. Thank Finally you. having you back on Thank stage. You. you were throwing the the big dick around. Yeah, this Sunday's gonna be real good. Dude, I don't know, man. I've got. We're coming. Oh. Even Brooke. Yeah, this Sunday's gonna be good. Because I've been watching you on my phone. Yeah, we we want to come in person. Yeah, this is a good I, Sunday. I want to come. It's gonna uh, be good. Because I love so many people there. Yeah, you need to come. That I know that that's my people too. Yeah, like that, so yeah, they would them. they would love you. All right, <clears throat> Gary. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you should you would shed shed some light on this subject. If we serve a loving God. Why do young children suffer through cancer or die tragic deaths? I've been struggling with this a lot lately. Hang on, sons. I got to take a shot. That's some deep. Yeah, that is deep. How much time you got, Gary? How does this go, sons? I'm going uh, to. Get... We don't. Like, like we, you said the cliff notes. We don't serve a God who's a puppet master. We don't serve a God who promises a life of unicorn farting and, uh, going through the field of daisies life happens um there's a sin nature in our society um there's a sin nature in our world and because of sin sickness was introduced into the world and different circumstances and the bible even says in this world you will have trouble and i think sometimes those things get thrown at us probably in some ways to strengthen our faith Mm -hmm. and to make us trust in a god if 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 he was only God when everything's going good, I always say he's a small God. Sure. And if he's only God when man, my bills are getting paid and my house is big and my marriage is great and I love the car I'm driving and I love my life, then fuck, he's not much of a God. Yeah, that's not he, real he, life. He's all the God time. when everything's falling yeah. apart. He's God when my when I've blown up my marriage and I'm on the front page of the newspaper. He's God when I've made poor financial decisions and have to go to the wife and say, Man, we don't have any money in the bank account because I just lost all this in this investment. That's God. And so what a weak-ass faith that we would have to think he can only be God when everything is going great. Yeah. And I don't understand those type of things, and I don't have magic. I did a funeral today with a guy that at the Guardian show I'm sitting there cutting up with. I see him every Sunday at church, and Tuesday morning, Monday morning, he didn't wake up. Uh-huh. And I looked at the family and said, I know you're asking why, 
And, and I can't give you an answer of yeah. why. I can know that Romans eight twenty eight says that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Yep. And so um, I, I don't have all the answers to that, but I trust God, and that's where faith comes in. Faith is a thing, something things hope for, things unseen. So when I can't see, that's where faith comes in, and um, that's just kind of how I look at it. Yeah, I mean that's the whole. I mean that's that's the whole part of it, right? Because if you lose that, then you lose the whole faith part, right? Um, all right, I'm just gonna say I agree, son. That's exactly what I was gonna say. So you just stole my answer. Well, you know when I was when I was pastoring, that's what I would have said too. But whatever. All right, this one's for me, sons. Uncle Randy, based on looking at you, I can tell that you're a good old conservative or a conservative good old boy. Do you vote straight ticket Republican? All right, listen here. I'm going to chap some asses here, son. Uncle Randy's not just a straight, tim- straight ticket Republican, goddamn. I'm not. I got some fucking liberal views, sons. Listen, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with the government telling a woman what she can and can't do with the bad. I'm just not. Now, am I going to go out and have an abortion? No. I'm not going to advocate for it, but I can't say the government can tell somebody. I just can't. That's just not me. So, boom, right there, one of the big conservative blocks. Yeah. Number two, I think weed should be legal, sons. I don't smoke the reefer, but people should be able to. want to tax the shit, sons. I think drugs, legalize them, sons. Decriminalize them at least. Goddamn, that's just Uncle Randy. So, there you go. Yeah. Also, not a, a very conservative view. And <laughs> this person... You must not have listened to me a lot because, honestly, I've always said I'm a libertarian. Um, yeah, me too. That's where I consider myself politically. Uh, so that's just what it is, sons. I'm not straight ticket Republican. Yeah, I and was, I don't. I won't back a Republican if he's a shit bag or if I don't agree with him. I'm going to go on the issues who I agree with the most. Sadly, a lot of our elected officials, you got to go with the lesser of two evils, which sucks. But nobody good runs anymore because why would you want to have your life dissected and destroyed? like we do in this country right now. So. Yeah, I always tell people, man, when people ask me if I'm conservative, I always say it depends on where you are. Yeah. Because I'm pretty liberal in a lot of social justice issues. I, you know? I mean, we both support, and, and so, like, gay marriage right, and gay. Exactly. Dude, I love... I don't care. Dude, I don't give two shits. I don't give son. two shits. If you want to get divorced, go, go marry, ahead. Go marry a horse if you want to. Dude, I, I and don't have, enjoy shits, that man. first divorce. Man, whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. And so... um yeah, I'm less government, so... Um, That's concern. I'm with yeah, you yeah. on that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm probably economically very conservative. Uh-huh. Um, you know, defense-wise, I'm conservative. But again, on social issues... You're I'm, definitely I'm, socially liberal. I'm, I'm socially liberal as can be. Yeah, me at, too. At, at crazy social liberal. Yeah. You're never going to hear me tell somebody, I don't agree with you being this or that right. or this. or Dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. And that doesn't mean I don't love you. It's just that I really don't care what anyone right. else does, dude. Because when, when I'm rolling around with my wife naked, right. who you're rolling around with or who you choose to, you know, stick a finger in their ass or up their butt, I, it doesn't affect me one bit, sons. I don't give a shit what you do. Yeah. I still think you're great. Yeah, we've got don't some, we've got friends that are in group marriages. We've got friends that are swingers. Sure. We've got friends that got multiple wives and they're like what do you think about that i'm like i, I don't care it doesn't affect me it really doesn't I, I don't i don't care that's why people get a problem write this down why so do i care because people act like they care about shit they don't really care about right. because they're so fucking bored so write this down if you're so fucking bored that you're pretending to be outraged from some shit yeah. that you're not really check yourself right because that's horse shit and we all catch ourselves doing it i've done it it happens but check yourself and be like you know what i'm not really mad about this we're not mad about it. It are- i'm just i just 
I'm just bored and shit. I'm you know? bored, and it's the, it's the hot topic issue of the day, and sure. I, we're spo- I'm supposed to feel this way over this issue. Absolutely. So that's what ninety percent of that is. All right. Well, shit. I kind of asked this. I said, Gary, uh, Guardians of the Jukebox were incredible at the mill. How happy were you with that event? Kind of covered that. Yeah, we covered that. I, I was happy with it. Yeah, what's crazy about that is I don't feel like you were happy. You're not giving yourself enough. And I get it, though. I was. Like, I was. I, I was beyond happy with it. But I think the difference is, and I don't mean this in an arrogant way, I, I do that 25 times a year. Dude, you're Tom Brady in it. You, right? you know, you're, like, you're like, look, I got a, I got another Super Bowl to win. Yeah, right? I, I, don't, just, I don't even want to say. It's just that's what I do. It would be like you killing it at work one day and be like, man, how do you feel about it? You're like, well, it was cool. I got to go do it again tomorrow. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right. Hey, guys, would you both mind answering my question? My wife is no longer attracted to me physically, and I can understand that. I've let myself go. Fuck, I can't. Too much bourbon, sons. I'm not motivated at all right now. She says she is not going to leave me over this, but how can I be sure? That's some fuck shit right there, sons. Yeah, I I think that your wife is looking for you to have some pride in yourself, some confidence in yourself, um, some initiative in yourself. And the fact that you've let yourself go to the fact that your wife is making a comment about it. Um, She might not have any intentions of leaving you today. She might not have any intentions of leaving you five years from now. But what she has done is she has put herself in a situation that's very dangerous because someone's going to come along one day and, and they're going to be motivated. they're going to be all the things that you're not, and with her never having intended to have that have have that happen, next thing you know, she's going to be attracted to someone else. And um, the fact that your wife finds you unattractive because you've let yourself go to such a point, and that doesn't motivate you, to me, there's a much bigger issue there that you probably need to get to the root of the issue that. Man, your wife not being motivated, your wife not finding you attractive doesn't motivate you. <laughs> like, shit. No, I agree. Like, the uh, sir, uh, first off, my condolences, all right, to uh, your crumbling marriage. Because this is your, uh, I hope you hear the seriousness in both of our tones that this is a very serious issue, right? Because women, this is from my experience, I know Randy's experience, they don't normally, you know, they're not usually the cheaters. They do from time to time, it does happen. But she's laying the groundwork. Like, just to even say that and acknowledge it, you know, there's some shit going on. It's if she's to, saying that and acting like you, it's at a 6 on a scale of 1 to 10, it's at a 12. Oh, absolutely. For her to get to the point where she would say that, unless she's just the biggest bitch in the world, which I doubt she yeah. is, for her to say that was probably the hardest thing she ever had to say in your marriage. Absolutely. Because guess what? If a guy says that, he's already fucked somebody. Yes. So by the time right. he says that, like, honey, I'm no longer attracted to you. Yeah. You've gained weight or, yeah. or you don't care anymore. You're not wow. motivated. He's done fucked two or three yeah. sons. I'm just telling you. My like, wife tells me she's hate, not attracted to me. I'm hitting Shit. the gym, sons. I'm kicking ass and taking names. Because that's serious. It's different. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting some roids. I'm doing all, all kinds the of roids. shit. All, all yeah, the shit. I don't give a fuck. Dude, I'm talking about all of it. Yeah. But here's the deal. I think what's as important as anything in what you're asking is you need to get the fuck up and get motivated again, sons. If right. that's not enough to motivate you, then enjoy your divorce. I mean, right. I don't want to sugarcoat it to you, but enjoy 
her getting the dick from somebody else. Yeah, right? maybe gonna get some blood work. See where the fuck your testosterone level is. Like, yeah, you should be a little damn, more. Uh, quit watching the porn all the time. I don't know what it is. Yeah, dude, that's a bad situation, though, sir. Uh, yeah. My condolences to your marriage. Uh, but hey, maybe you can turn it around. Right. Give a big Mike. Let him train you, son. Right. And he'll kick your ass, big Mike. Savage, sons. Savage. And a coach. Dude, I didn't know all this about Big Mike. I Big didn't Mike's know he, the man. Dude, he's the fucking man. Yeah. Love Big I got to go buy a car from Big Mike, by the way. And he, he's not going to let me forget about it. Uh, and Brooke is foaming at the mouth. So he, it's going to happen. I'll be coming to see you, Big Mike. I, he's the only guy I'll go to. Yeah. Listen, uh, Uncle Randy says this all the time. When you network with people, right, and you meet people, and they're good people, and you share each other's tribes and your reach, that's a beautiful thing. But don't fuck that up and not use that also. Like right. don't don't use them to be the ones to purchase from you. Right. But then don't reciprocate that. Like yeah. that's Uncle Randy's like biggest douche move. Like I, I I can't respect that. And Big Mike, chin, best salesman of the month last month. Yeah. Had got the, belt, the belt, bro. Selling like fucking 30 cars. Yeah. How much money's he got? I need some money, Big yeah, Mike. I don't know. We some- need a loan. Small business loan. Dude, and then he sends me a picture, tags me in it. Fucking sixty thousand dollar car. I'm like, Big Mike, come on, bro. Drop that down to 30. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you sending me a 50 thousand? And my wife loves it. So now I'm fucked. Right. And Way to fuck me. She's going to get it. Absolutely. We're going to come look at it tomorrow. <laughs> Fucking big Mike. All right. This is a good one for you. Doesn't ask for Gary, but it, I'll let you go first. Please. All right. I started my own company doing handyman work, but I'm not getting the work that I'd hoped for. I always put my new ventures out on uh, Facebook. Somebody on the walkie-talkie, bud? All right, answer for me and just put it up. Tell them Uncle Randy's working. Let's stop for a minute. Yes. Because I'm going to need an explanation. There's like just a walkie-talkie Silver sitting Town. around. Silvertown walkie-talkie. Yeah. All the so people, talk- instead of texting, we have walkies. They talk on walkies. <laughs> yeah, we do. Bro. That's superhero shit right it there. Is, it is. We have walkie-talkies. Uh, channels. My mind's blown. <laughs> right now, it's blown. <laughs> Like, literally, he came in here. <laughs> with the walkie-talkie. With the walkie-talkie. I'm going to step away from this mic for one second and get the dog out of here because he's licking me. Can we do that? Yes, absolutely. Get John out of here. Johnson, plus he farts. He farts like a fucking Clydesdale. All right, John. See you later, bro. But, yeah, listen. Silvertown. Silvertown, we got radio, son. Let's people. Be honest with you. I didn't know what was going on here because I felt like my balls were getting licked. Yeah. And I didn't realize the dog was down there. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to ignore it at first. But that was awesome. Oh, dude, let me tell you, it is so funny. Uh, but yeah, we've got a uh, radio system uh, out amongst the champions yeah. in Silvertown. And people ask me, I don't want to get off topic, but they're like, is, what? Like, they buy the gimmick from me, they think it's cute. And then they're like, is it real? I'm like, dude, Silvertown's real. All yeah. right. It is a utopia, right, of champions that is built upon a layer of gold, signs. It is an idea. Of true, think about your grandparents, right? All of us with good grandparents, if someone came and visited, if they were selling encyclopedias, my nanny would invite them in and ask them to eat. She would. Right. She would say, What are you, are you hungry? And she'd start cooking, like for anybody, just hands down. And in Silvertown, we kind of had that mentality like, if you've got sugar and I need some, you'll give it. Right. Now, that's to actually be in the, the Silvertown ideal. But so we've got these radios. Because you never know, sons. Listen, when these cell phones go out, the shit hits the fan, sons, radios still work. Right. 
you know, Uncle Randy's been in the telecom industry a long time. Only thing that's still going to work, watch The Walking Dead, goddamn. They got two-way radios. That's it. That's it. These cell phones are shit when the shit hits the Silvertown's prepared. Call us preppers, whatever you want to do, but that's what it is. I always tell people I have my own building, Landville, 32,000 square feet. Oh, dude, you got a moneymaker money there. That's that, the that end of the world. That my ass all the time, not in a, bad, in a good way. Like, I'm like, Gary's got the asset of assets. Yeah. If the end of the world the fan, happened. He's like, and I saw you the other day. You put a post out, and you're like, look, if you want to rent my shit, bro, or if you want my shit, yeah. be cool, bro. You right. got to come for real. Don't right. fuck with me. Yeah. If you want my building, don't fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Even in the end of the world, like I only let, like we have a commercial kitchen in the back that we rent out to food trucks. I intentionally only allow barbecue guys in there because the prepper me is like, you know what the fucking end of the world comes? There's smokers back there. Oh, yeah. I can cook on the smokers with wood. I don't need electricity. Absolutely. Boom. We're ready yep. to go. So what was the fuck? A uh, okay. handyman, something not yeah, getting Yeah, all right. So he said, uh, I'm not getting the work that I hope for. I always put my new ventures out on Facebook. And hope that my friends provide me with quality leads, and they usually do, but this time it's not working. How can I encourage my small following to send me more leads? This is a great question. Dive in there. Uh, yeah, Gary it Lamb. is. Um, I think probably I, I don't have enough information to back this up. So um, if you're starting out something, if you have a history in that, then tap into your network. If it's something new for you and your network doesn't know you on that, I'm hesitant. Just because you're my friend doesn't mean I'm going to recommend you. It's a great point. So, write that down, son. So write um, it down right now. I need you. I need to know you know what you're doing before I put my name on that. And so I would encourage him, those small jobs that you're doing, make sure that you're posting pictures of those jobs. Make sure you're hyping up those jobs. Make sure you're asking your customers to promote the fact that you did those jobs. Don't despise small beginnings. So, um, Go after the small jobs and do those small jobs the best that you can to the best of your ability and then promote those small jobs and hype those small jobs like they were the I don't give a shit if you just pressure wash the deck. Sure. I would act like it was the greatest deck ever, the best dirtiest ever. deck ever. Post Look the at the before and after, and after yep. pictures of this Absolutely. and what's going on and um go after it. And I think stick with it for a while. And um that's the biggest point. That's where I was going. Stick with it. I have friends that have been that have jumped into the insurance business. Yeah, man, I'm all for you. I'm rooting for you, but that's a serious thing. I'm not sending my friends to you. I have friends that have jumped into real estate. Sure, cool. When you've done that for a year and I've seen you be successful Absolutely. at it, but I'm not sending my friends to you on something on that major of a scale. Um, right away, my, my brother-in-law does roofing. I didn't send him a job, a referral for roofing. For almost a year. Yeah. Because I wanted to see that's a big deal, man. Yeah. The biggest asset on someone's house. I was not going to send them and them them come back to me and be like, Man, you sent this guy to me and he didn't know what he was doing just because he had the job. And you've done that shit before. Yeah, exactly. So that makes it even tougher. And so just get out there and pound out those small jobs and those small jobs will lead to bigger jobs. That family that hired you to pressure wash will then hire you to come back and repair that deck. Sure. Then they'll hire you to rebuild that deck. And have patience. And um, you just post your stuff. And eventually your friends will repost your stuff. Yeah. If you're, here's where I was going to go with it. And you you hit on it uh, for one is number one, don't go at your 
you're following all the time. Don't go to the well too no. much. If you go to the well and it's a different thing all the time, eventually I'm going to stop following you. Right. If I feel like you're just soliciting me all the time, right. because I'm of the, and I think we both agree, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm of the, how much are you providing? What are you giving in this relationship right. too? Because if you're yeah. just taking, taking, taking. Yeah, if you're not it, making deposits and you, all you're you, taking is withdrawals. You're not going to make the cut eventually. No. I'm just going to be honest. Right. And that I hate to be that way. If that upsets you, fuck it. I don't. I really don't hate it. Actually, fuck you. Because um, that's how everyone should be. That's how champions think. And you got to learn that over time is that if someone's not giving you enough, you know, and matching or exceeding what you give in the relationship, get the fuck rid yeah. of them. And also, you can't always be asking. I'll give you an example. I have events going all the time. The Guardian show because I knew it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. People are busy on the weekends. I knew that I basically had to raise the money to put on that show. It was a free show, so I knew the profit margins were not going to be big. was the probably the first show this year that I personally hit up influencers. Yeah, I didn't message you and ask you to advertise, uh, push Barbecue and Bruce sure. for me. I did message you and say, hey, would you push the Guardian show for me? And Absolutely. would you say this? If I was, came it to, was smart. If I came to you every single week, I was like, Randy, you Can f- you post it? She'd be like, fuck, That's Gary. the only time I've ever right. heard you. Actually, right. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. But now that right. you've said it, and guess what? It worked. Right. Because I know multiple friends that we right. share of mutually course. that shared your shit right. verbatim. Right. And they're not going to do that a bunch. No. Like, and you're smart enough to know that, which is a great point to Go to the down. well when you can go to the wells. Yes. You can't. You can go to the well too often. Yeah. And you can't expect your father to carry Listen, you and give you the I'm like. I regret this. So first time since Panama City. Yes. Do it, bro. Do it. But I need a little bit. Yeah. You need to. It's been calling to me. But the damn here, pour me one. I'll do one with you, bro. I'm happy to do it. But yeah, uh, that's the biggest takeaway. You can go to, it is possible to go to the well too much yes. and become a just bothersome motherfucker, right? And like, make sure, you know what? I don't mean to call him bad, but I'm going to give you an example. Cheers. So our friend, John Little. Yeah. The mayor. The mayor. Just started a restoration company. He did. I don't know John's skills in all the various, you can tell I'm not a construction person, all the various aspects of construction. I have sent John messages. I have asked him his questions about it. He has told me the contractors he's using, the people he's subbing out to. Yep. And I am comfortable in certain areas of recommending him. Yeah. So when people say, who do you want to use? I'll say, I'd use John's here. There's other areas. If someone posted, and this is not a shit on John, if John's no, watching right all. now, someone said, I'm looking to remodel my entire house. Yeah. At this stage in John having hometown restorations, I'm not going to recommend yeah, him. Yeah, he may not have the, the contacts saying, yet. But just... if someone says, I know who his painters are, I know who his pressure washers are, yep. I know who his roofing crews are. So in those areas, I'm going to recommend him fully. And so, and as he gains experience, I'm going to recommend him more. So recommend your friends where you can and where you feel comfortable recommending them. And um, you might be the greatest financial planner in America. I don't know that about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not going to recommend Uncle Randy because I don't know that aspect of you. Joe Blow over here knows that you're the greatest financial. He's like, yeah. man, you got to go to Uncle Randy. Yep. I'd be like, I don't know. He's sure. a great podcaster, knows how to build yeah. a following, knows how to build a brand. I'd go to him in that area. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, when I met the mayor, right, he was the uh, Jeep guy. Right. 
like to the tits. So when he was the G guy, I recommended him to everybody because everyone I knew. I, knew I bought five Tony cars from him for Jeeps. I'm a car whore, so I bought five cars from him. Yeah. So um, I, I recommended him in every aspect of that. And then he went to the insurance. Now right. he's doing the restoration. Right. I do feel like he's settling in at the restoration. I do too. So. I'm excited for him. I love the hometown restoration name. I love the vibe behind it. I'm simply saying, no, I, whoever this guy is, man, hype your jobs that you have. Um, and then also, I'll, I'll give you another little secret. Learn to spread out your job. So let's say, hypothetically, you do three pressure washing jobs in a day. Only post about one of them. Yeah, yeah. Then the next day, post about them. Even if you did it two days ago, post the pictures to the next one. Sure. Spread that out. Be different. All the time. Yeah. That way, it doesn't look like one day you posted three jobs and you don't post anything for four Yeah, and days. you don't pigeonhole yourself to where everybody's like, he's the pressure washer. Right. You know? so, but just stay after it. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that you can uh, listen as as much as uh, I can appreciate a good follow and the power of them. Um, and and Gary Lamb and Uncle Randy being here in the same table is a testament to networks because right. they kind of brought us together. Right. The people um, demanded. Yeah, it. they did. The people want it. Listen, the people know what they want. Goddamn, it's what it is, sons. I, I can't. I can't do anything about it. For years, it. they wanted Stone Cold Dude, and Rock in the ring together. For so long. And let both those guys live in the gimmick. Right. Goddamn, tie it back to what we were to saying. To this day. The Rock will die on the gimmick. And yes. And who? It's only Stone Cold. He's still Stone Cold. He's still Stone Cold. Always. And he never will be anyone but Stone right. Cold. So write it down, son. You fucks that don't get that. I can't help you. I can't right. help If you don't know what we mean He's when we say live the gimmick. He's probably made more money outside of wrestling than he made when he was wrestling. Sure. Living the gimmick. Absolutely. How would you feel if The Rock wasn't The Rock all the time? Right. He ain't fucking Dwayne Johnson. No. He's The Rock. He's the fucking Rock all the time. Future that's why, president. That's why he's going to be the president. Right. Exactly. And if that doesn't make you write it down, nothing will, son. Because he's going to be the fucking president. Um, yeah, so we'll put a ball on that one. I think that's a good uh, good answer. Now, we had one live question I do want to answer. This is uh, from my buddy Todd. Uh, he's a champion, sons. Fighter. I've rolled with Todd before. He's an old man that can still throw them things, sons. Uh, what are your thoughts on how the White House is monitoring Facebook or anyone that has uh, misinformation slash information regarding vaccines and COVID? They will have their Facebook remove that post based on what the government thinks is bad news. So let me rephrase that. How do you feel about the government censoring motherfuckers? Right. Um, two things. I think, first of all, it's a crock of shit. Yep. Second of all, I think that we're very aware that they do it, so why be surprised by it? Absolutely, sons. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, if you can't smell that shit, I can't help you. Right. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. There's People, nothing we can do about now, it. If you don't smell the horse shit, listen, we're a country founded on being skeptical of our government. And if if that's wrong, and nowadays right. what happens to people that don't see it, call us all conspiracy theorists. Right. But the fucking motherfuckers that wrote our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, were skeptical of our government. That's right. why this country was made. Right. So get the fuck over it. We win, sons. Or get your shit taken, whatever you want to do. All right, so... Gary, when it comes to a marriage, do you think 100% open dialogue is essential or is it okay to keep some things to yourself? It's a great question. Um, Let's not end our marriages here, though, son, but still. No. Um, it's a good question. It's fair. Do my wife and I tell each other everything? No. I agree with is that. Is everything on the table to be talked about? Yes. Do I come home and tell her every detail of every single thing that happened all day long, 
every little thing? No, because I can't remember it all. Does she have a right to know anything that happened? If she asks a specific question, I'm not going to lie to her. Um, I am in a little bit of a different role where, as I still do pastor a church, there are times sure. people come to me and she'll be like, what's going on with so-and-so? And I'm like, pray for them. Can't really talk about mm-hmm. that. And um, so she understands that. But on a personal level, she is allowed to come to me at any time. And have you chatted with this woman? Have you chatted with that? Have you spent this amount of money? What did you do this? She has a right to know anything in that. Does that mean I go to her about everything? No, because I just don't think about it. But she has a right to question. I have a right to question anything at all. So two things. One, there's something in there I got to I gotta ask you a question about. Number two is you're absolutely right. All right, I'm going to follow up, and I'm going to champion your answer, sons. Listen to this goddamn. Write it down. Write down what he said and write this down. Listen. Sometimes if you've got bullshit and it's your bullshit, so say you're Gary Lamb, right? And you've got some, some fuckery with, with an event or a vendor, right? I don't think it's fair to just always go home and dump that on right. your wife. I don't, to me, that's kind of uncool, right? Like right. If, if my shit's all good and you come dump your shit on me, or even this, if you lied to somebody, Gary Lamb, which Uncle Randy's done before, we've all lied to people. And you come home and want to like, and you're a pastor, so this is even better. Yeah. Or, or you, you had a church, and you want to come home and clear your conscience to your wife. But in her world, everything's good. So you want to dump that shit on her? Is that fair, really? It's not like, fair. Like, sometimes I'm like, no. you know what? You don't deserve to fuck up someone to make yourself right. feel better or dump your problems all no. the time. Listen, I know... Husband and wives, we support each other, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes they want to know stuff and think we're keeping it. They absolutely deserve to ask. I agree with you. It's not even a matter of me keeping it from you. I just don't want to talk about it. There's been many times where, uh, uh, for example, someone sends me a DM. It's a critic. They're raising hell to me. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically at that situation, I'm with Bubba at the time. I'm like, tell Bubba, look at this motherfucker. (laughs) Ripping me a new one. Blah, 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 blah. Is blah. Bubba your personal security? Let's get Bubba is next. not my personal security. <laughs> Everyone thinks that, though. Bubba's not. Um, <laughs> I would say Rick Cope is my personal security at all times. Dude, Rick Cope's everyone's personal yeah. security. If he likes you. Yes. If he likes right. you, he will die for you. Bubba is my personal uh, right-hand guy, though, everywhere I go. But if if I tell Bubba, man, so-and-so was just giving me hell. Later on down there in a couple of days, Bubba brings that up in front of Christine. Christine's like, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I wasn't keeping it from you. By the time I got home, I was over talking about it. I yeah. had forgot about it. And I don't want to dump it on and you. And I don't want to dump it on talk you. About it. I can move on from it. Sure. You can't move on from Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And that's knowing your partner. That's a great point. And I wouldn't even think of that. So I'm going to give you Ari Land the win on this question. Sometimes, you know, you don't sometimes you don't unload shit on people because you care about them. It's not, you know, right. they don't deserve to get that unload. And and while like Christine saying might be like, why didn't you tell me? Because I love you too much. Well, you don't deserve to deal with all the bullshit. No. You're doing our t-shirts. Christine's in there doing them manually until Gary upgraded. Yeah. Well, and I also tell you this, and by no means am I saying this happens, but let's say Christine and her brother go at it. Yeah. She comes home and tells me, guess what? It's her brother. She's going to forgive him and they're going to be made up the next day. You know that. I've been slightly pissed off because this motherfucker was, not that her brother's a motherfucker, yes, but it's talking to my wife. It. It's better that she don't tell me. Absolutely. Because I, it's a no win for you. It's the same reason you don't go to the parent, your parents when you're fighting. 100%. So many marriages get ruined over. Go to their parents bitching about their spouse. Go back to their spouse and then wonder why the parents have an issue. That's by far the best point. 
Um, I can't even add to that. That's absolutely right. What are the chances, total change of subject, what are the chances that there's a bottle of water in that refrigerator? Actually, probably minimal because you drank, I think you drank the last one. It's world. I'm willing to risk it. I don't know. I'm going to open it and Check look. Check it and see. I think and it's all beer. Maybe the Lord. Uh-uh. Maybe, maybe. Maybe the Lord. We'll the, see. The fish yeah. and the bread. We'll see. I don't know. That's, dude, I'm hoping. I don't know, though. Tell them what's in there. <laughs> There's no <Beer>. water <laughs> and more fireball. <laughs> Here's the deal. That's a champion hey, Yeah, by the way, that refrigerator gets colder than anything on Earth. Last time Gary had water it from that, best. it froze his lungs. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I've had wet dreams about that water over the last month, okay? <laughs> All right, so Bubba just chimed in here, and, and I haven't been reading the comments. My apologies, sons. There's been a lot of good ones, but Bubba just said, uh, some dude called me Gary's enforcer. Uh, that's funny, dude. I'm telling you. you got ch- Bubba's a champion of Gary Lamb. I'll like, in the Four Horsemen... Bubba is, if I'm Flair, is Bubba Arn Anderson or is he Tully Blanchard? Well, see, this is, fuck me, dude. This is like, we're the same person. I didn't even write this down, but I wanted to raise this question. Okay. All right, so people, the people, have definitely anointed you and I as one of the four right. horsemen. We got the, the mayor wants to be one of the four horsemen. So bad. So who is... How do we deal with it? Like, there needs to be a fourth. There needs to be four horses. Well, hold on, hold on. Stop for a minute. I don't minute, know though. how we do that. No, no offense. I don't even know if the mayor's on here right now. I, I, Are we just throwing the mayor in as a horseman just because he wants to be? I'm just. I'm asking you. I'm the same question. I think there's got to be some roles in it because I think the problem is we have two alphas here. Yeah. And we're both going to want to be Flair of the horseman. Oh, I'll be Arn. I'm well, good. Arn loved Arn. I loved Arn. So, so here's an interesting question. Go back and debate. Was Arn the second man? Or was Tolly the second man? Because Tolly was always the television champion. Yes. You're Arn right. was the enforcer. Yeah. I felt like if Flair was to be in a car wreck and die, Tolly would have escalated to number one, and Arn still would have been the enforcer. We agree. So it's an interesting thing. Yeah, we agree. We can't even debate because so, I agree 100%. Yeah. And then there was always the fourth man. That was always replaced. Sure. It replaceable. Was, it was Ole. Dude. Then it was Luger. Whoever is it number Barry four Wendell. is always replaceable. The Barry Just Wendell know that. was in. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then but, Chris Benoit. Dude, I can't, we yeah. can't even debate that because I 100% agree. But yeah. we can also agree, we've said it when we were listing our top favorite, uh, top three champions, yes. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, number one. What the fuck are you going to do, sons? Ric Flair, goddamn. Just write, it, write yeah. his name down over and over. Ric Flair. But I think Arn and Tolly are underrated. I agree. Still, Dude, still relevant today in AEW? Arn is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. Arn Anderson, sons, fuck it. One of the most underrated athletes yeah. of all time. They don't I, appreciate I would venture him to say there would be no flair without an Arn. Because I always be. say everybody's got to have a second man. Always. You've got to have a wingman. You've got to have the wingman that hypes you up. And at the end of the day, they're the one doing all the work. Absolutely, and, making and, and you a champion, and their ego is in tame enough where they can they know the truth that they're the glue that keeps it together, but they don't get the credit for it. But God bless, dude. Did anybody cut a promo like Ric Flair? No, for fuck's sake. I tell you though, no one's even close. Not no anymore. One's, no one's close. Not but, now. But have they're... you ever went back and watched some old Dusty promos? Oh, Dusty. Actually, you're right. I, Hard time. You're killing promo. me tonight. You're winning tonight. All right, I'm going to give it. And to I'm going to tonight's this. episode. You win. Because go back. I agree. Dusty go Rhodes. back and listen to some art. Just because they weren't willing, dealing, kiss, stealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Rolex wearing, I can't keep these alligators on the floor. Oh, yeah. Promo. I'm having a hard time holding these alligators do, down. does God not damn. mean that our Got Anderson, a limo a mile long yes, out front. 
Hey, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. The oldest ride in the park. Absolutely. Longest ride. Longest line. Like, hey, but Arn had some strong promos back in the day. He did. He was and just the enforcer, though. He, he, he was great. a different gimmick. Yeah, he and, and he did a great job of settling in there because, you know, a lot of times you'll see that guy in that slot start challenging. Yes, he, he wants and to that's be where number it one. Fucks up a group. Yes. But when you know your lane yes. and you stay in it, that's why, in my opinion, he stays great. Had he tried right. to take over Flair, it, it would have hurt Arn, right. in my opinion. Of course. It actually helps his brand yes and what arn is in my world yes that he stayed in his he's line. the enforcer oh 100 every group needs the enforcer dude he was the first one to throw hands he i would tell you always something. be the first so one i don't to think hands. he's there yet but oh oh doc martin just posted in so martin you don't know doc wilson yet who just moved here chiropractor i know him i want a cooler from him he's, at your event i won the, won the cooler i won the how did cooler. i not know i went and picked Randy it up wednesday won the cooler Dude, I love this guy. He's I'm making incredible. an appointment to go see him next he's week. He's incredible. He's not quite horseman material yet, but I'm telling yeah, you. I love him. He's right there. And I'm going to share him all. And his prices. Dude. Blow your tits him. off. Dude, you can go see him. Get your whole world fixed. He reached out to Uncle Randy and said, I want to keep the legend in the game yeah. when I retired from softball. Yeah. This is what turned me on to him. I've known him. I've followed him for a while, and he's been a mutual friend. But when he reached out to me, he's like, listen, Uncle Randy. I know you just retired. You made an emotional decision, but you're a great at like you're a once in a lifetime Legends. athlete. I want to keep you on the field, yeah. dude. The people I need that it. shit, dude. And, I and I'm like, guess what? You're gonna I've be my been guy. Going to chiropractors my whole life, and I've never been to a chiropractor that literally, I don't mean sexually, but it was close to a sexual experience. Mounted me. Yeah. Cold sweats broke out on my head. Well, you're a big man. And he began to snap stuff. Me. You're a big guy. I thought I was going to die laying yeah. on that table. And the next day, I felt incredible. So he's not quite – He's I'm t- first of all, here's the first step. And he knows the drill. I've been riding his ass. He's an Ackworth guy right now. Oh, God. So you don't that. get to be a horseman Whoa. being an Ackworth guy. Yeah. He's got to make the Canton move. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. John is so prominent at Woodstock – that he's there could be an exemption. Yeah. There could be an exemption, but he's not a king, but he does a lot in can. I, I feel confident with John being in the four, but I, but I'm not quite ready to issue I, that 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 seal of approval yet. Oh God, I'm going to be honest. God, you're killing the game tonight. You are on fire, Gary Lamb. Uh, I almost feel like he's cheating on Woodstock with me right. when he fucks with can. Yeah, and I hate to say, well, he I almost needs to go create his own faction. He should own Woodstock. You know, he promotes like I give this and John Little. Yeah, he loves that, that guy. Promotes fucking Daily Tap partners yeah. to. By the way, best pizza I've ever had. Phenomenal. Uh, fuck me right in the butthole right here right now. That potato pizza. I told you, and it was great and all. Yeah, but the pepperoni, just the pepperoni. Listen, if I could write, if you could write one thing down, partners. And this may be the case. I just didn't order it. <sighs> if they had a thin crust, I'm a thin crust I'm a guy. Thin, we talked about this before. Dude, I'm a thin guy. If you got a bar pie yeah. that's even as close yeah. to as good as these motherfuckers are, you might be the goats. Yeah. I just need to know about it. Do they have a thin crust? Because it looks like they kind of specialize in the the fuller, thicker Yeah, pies. so have you been to the pizza prints? No. So on 140... I'm writing this down because I'm going to So let me make this real clear. I haven't been yet either. Okay. So right. over there by um, Prime, J. Michael Primes. Yep. 
I know exactly where Right there in the shopping center, the gas station where the little Mexican restaurant yep. is. Some place opened up its takeout only called the Pizza Prince, straight from Brooklyn. Like and that. people are raving about this guy all over Facebook about it's the best pizza they've I'm ever had. I'm going to have to go try it, too. Maybe when you get drunk one night, go eat it in the parking Dude, lot. I mean, you're not steering people wrong. When you said the potato pie, I, told you. I brought that to Brooke, right? Because I'm not a, I'm not like a big, weird pie me either, guy. Me either. I'm a pepperoni guy. Yeah, like, me too. I'm easy, bro. Maybe a meat lover. I'm pepperoni mushrooms. Boom. <laughs> this is actually a listener question, so I don't want to get too deep in it. Actually, fuck it. Let's go ahead and go to that one. Um, here it is. What would your perfect pizza look like, and what toppings would it have on it? Mm. Let's just go there. We're already talking about it. So for me, I'm a, I'm a thin crust guy. But it's weird. I love a Chicago-style pizza, too. If it's a legit Chicago-style, which I've never had in Georgia, so fuck that. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about in Georgia, in Canada. In Chicago, it's got to be thick like cornbread, yes. goddamn. Yes. It's got to be but real But I am a thin-crust guy. Yeah. And so I'm a thin-crust guy, and I'm a pepperoni and mushroom guy. I'm simple. And I'm going to throw you a curveball. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm always ready. So Maybe so. we've talked about this. I can't remember. I don't know. We haven't talked much pizza. Okay. You're going to think less of me. No, I'm not. Okay. I don't do that. I eat ketchup on my steaks. Have You're you had? Me about that. Have you had the thin crust pizza from Little Caesars? No. They have a thin crust? Whole nother. All I've ever had is their $5 hand Listen, it's $6, the thin crust. I think it might be I'm willing seven. to pay the dollar. Let me tell you something. Now, here's the key to it. They like to cut it in little squares. Fuck that. Order it and tell them you want it in slices. Yeah, absolutely. I'll eat the whole fucking pizza. It's the hidden gem. I'm not saying it's the best you've ever had. Is it so, every? Do they all offer it? All of them. How have I never heard of that? I don't know. All you ever hear I, about is their five dollar pre made. I came pepperoni. in one day, dude. It was on the wall on the on the, the window decal. I've never heard. They of were this. pushing it. This is shocking. I'm news. telling you again, and I don't want to mislead you. I'm not telling you it's the best you've ever it had. It Doesn't have to be, but for six dollars, right? For what you expect from Little Caesars, because I'll eat a Little Caesars pizza. I've told you my Little Caesars story. Well, it Caesar ties to your story. You've got your right. story little ties Caesars to Little Caesars. So out of commitment and loyalty, I'm loyal to them. Absolutely. But it's not that be. great. But if it's $6, great. I go down to the great, church the other day, they're eating Little Caesars. I guess said, how pass. much I paid for those partner's pizzas. Oh, Just I so know. you know. I paid $80 for okay. three. Well, yeah. $80 for three. Right. For three large pies. So it is pricey. Yeah. I'm telling you, Little Caesars thin crust. Sleeper. Try it tomorrow. Sleeper. Just so you know. Sleeper By the pizza. way, Uncle Andrew doesn't fuck around with that. Because what did I do? Where's Gunner? Could Gunner order us one right When now? DJ Chetta <laughs> talked about the partners, too, and I said, yes. I said, I'll be eating that for dinner tomorrow. And you did. Night. Nobody, everybody thinks, because most people throw that out and they don't yes. follow up. Follow up, sons. Especially with your following, goddamn. I put pictures. Like Gary said, put the pictures. I keep my word, goddamn. Right. I said I'm going to do it. I drove to Woodstock and did it. It was worth the trip. Now I'm, I'm trying the Little Caesars I'm thing. telling you, the Little to. Caesars thing crust. But remember, tell them you want it in slices, not oh, squares. Absolutely. Boom. Because it's weird how much that affects. It does. The mental. Sometimes you open it up and there's like 30 little squares there. They just. That's where Domino's fucks the yeah, pooch. Yeah, fuck that. Dude, Domino's. I want it in slices. Yes, I want. Fucking give me my pie. Now, if this this uh, Prince place, this uh, prime. The Prince of Pizza or whatever. If it's anywhere near real Brooklyn style. Yeah, supposedly been, he's from Brooklyn and just moved here. What's the the Ray's? Ray's Pizza in New York. Yes. The original New yes. York Ray's, which is on Iron Man. Uh, he flies. He has it flawed in. Um, or flied in. I've been to the original one in New York. All right. Best shit I've ever had. And if you go in there and you try to ask for like some ranch on the side, they'll throw you out. Yeah. 
Because it's like you were talking about, like right. the fucking mobsters, right. the fireball, it's never going to happen. They got three kinds of pies. They got pepperoni, they got cheese, they got supreme. Right. That's it. Don't offer, don't try to do no funky shit, but it's delicious. It's the best I've ever had. But yeah. if they're anywhere near. Yeah, so I haven't I mean, had it yet. We're going to have it soon. Maybe you, we'll do a review we next year. We'll both have it by about, next time. No, how about I bring it the next time? I love Boom. that. We'll review it right there, here. We eat it. But we'll I'm right telling here. you, people of people of Facebook, <laughs> Little Caesar's Thin Crust. I didn't even know it's that the was sleeper. a sleeper. It's the sleeper pizza. I'm disappointed that I never knew. Yeah. Now, I do. Listen, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, goddamn. Because so I was having this debate during the, the UFC fight. I don't know what Angel's talking with, with, about. With the guy that uh, threw up here. They have um, slices, but I don't know which place she's talking about. Yeah, you got to give us a little bit more, Angel. Uh, what place are you promoting here? Um, Bubba says it's amazing. I assume he's talking about the thin crust. He knows. Now, this is true. I love a good barbecue chicken pizza if it's good. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I respect I it. Do, I do love a good barbecue yeah. chicken pizza. Now, what you got to remember, Uncle Randy's got a wife that's uh, different than most. She doesn't eat beef or pork. Yeah, I know. So there can't be bacon on it. No. Which is... Everything has bacon. Right. Now, partners, what's good, just a little nugget, sons. If you're vegetarian and you want that loaded potato pizza, the bacon is bacon bits, which is made of soy. They're not real bacon. So the Angel just threw me a curveball. She said Little Caesar has a slices pizza. So she, they just sell pizza by the slice on Friday nights? I didn't know that either. Just dropping knowledge. Little Caesars, man. We're here with we're breaking news, sons. I'm t- Everybody talks about Brooklyn Joe's, man. I'm not a big I, I'm not Joe's a Brooklyn guys. Joe's guy. I've tried not it. At all. I know. I get now, it. Have you but- been to um, the one over there by sidelines? Yes, because yeah. I used to live over there. Yeah. So yes. I like the dude because he beat the dude's ass for smart and all to his wife. You see that guys recently? Used, no, but the I used to every time I'd go order takeout from there, I'd have a guy try to fight me at the bar when I'm trying to get my takeout. He'd be like, "You're a big dude." You want to arm wrestle like some drunk ass? And I'd be like, bro, I'm just here to get pies, yeah. man. Yeah, so the owner of Parada's just got arrested, him and his sons, because Champion. Some, some dude came there smarting off to his wife. They jumped over the counter Fucked and beat his, his ass, ass up. Yeah. Beat the shit you know what? Fuck, like, fuck those guys. You deserve it. All right, so yes, thin crust pizza and jalapeno cheese bread from Little Caesars. Listen, yeah. best cheesy bread? Pizza Hut. Fuck me, bro. Mm. The best breadsticks? Our Pizza Hut breadsticks with the marinade. They're old school. Fight me. That's they, they, my first job was Pizza Can Hut. Can we so go was, live tomorrow as Uncle Randy eats the little Caesar steak crust? I think. Well, I mean, we have to. Thank you. I'm going to try it. All right, not a whole pizza that is by the slices, not triangle, but slices. Still haven't named. She said Little Caesars. The, oh, she did. She okay. did an earlier post. Oh, my bad. Yes, she sure did. All right, good. Clarified. Now, listen, my toppings. If it's for me. Listen, y'all might hate Uncle Randy, goddamn. I do eat ketchup with my steak. Mm-hmm. Still eat a medium, goddamn, yeah. and charred, sons, but I do like I do like ketchup. Mine's going to be pepperoni, mm-hmm. jalapenos, yeah. hamburger. Yeah. That's I, me. That's I all day. That. And I'll throw in a pineapple if I'm feeling freaky, now, see, goddamn. I'm, I'm okay with pineapple. If I want my load to taste good because I want the wife to do something later it's on. A hidden gem. Boom, it's a people hidden don't gem. know about that. That's a little secret Help secret the right there. taste better. Make it um, taste better. You're right. But I will. So I forgot. If it's just for me, I'm going to go pepperoni, mushrooms, and I like some black olives on my pizza. Wow. Yeah. That is shocking. Yeah. I hate black I, olives. I'm a that black is olive surpri- guy. Dude, there's nothing grosser. I love them. What are they? Awesome. Dude, black olives are disgusting. Well, they're awesome. Wow. All right. That's shocking. We're still going to be friends. Huh? Yeah. But I'm going to have to think about it. This, is, this hurts me. So tomorrow at the Unk's house, Little Caesar's Thin Crust. 
Yes. Now remember, I didn't say it was the best, but oh, it's a hidden gem for seven dollars or six dollars or whatever it is. Dude, we've both been broke. Yeah. I will give it yeah. the fucking handicap yes. of the price. Yes. So if it is six bucks, yes. I will let that weigh into the overall score. Absolutely. All right. Oh, this is the big one. This is the only one I gave you a heads up on. By the way, people don't realize Gary Lamb comes into this motherfucker blind, just like my wife does on Married AF. I give him nothing. So this is really more of a testament. I think that's the reason Gary does this is it keeps him on his toes. He has no idea what the fuck we're talking about so far. Both episodes, nothing. He comes in here blind as can be. I'm prepped as can be. So put that in your grades and he's killing me tonight. So, uh, yeah, that's what happens. <sighs> this is for Gary. Okay. That's like literally in the question. This okay. is for Gary. Do you think a woman should submit to her husband as it says in the Bible? Hang on. I got to pour another shot. This is deep shit right here. Let's okay. get biblical. Goddamn. Let's do it. He's <laughs> thinking. He's like, is that the question? Guy. Yeah, yeah. That was all of it. Yes. Should the should a woman submit to her husband as it says in the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this very clear. I don't know who sends questions. Okay. So, I think you have a bigger issue if you're asking this question. If I had to stereotype, if I had to, if I had to racial profile this person, we're on the exact same wavelength, um, and I know this person. This guy's an insecure douchebag. Absolutely. Um, Sorry, sir, but you are a douchebag. That is trying to use the Bible to get his wife to do what yes. he wants to do. Let me also say this: I'm going to throw some people with curve. Um, I think we live in a society that has blurred the lines between men and women. Mm -hmm. I believe God made man. I believe God made woman. Absolutely. We, we agree on that 100%. Men pee standing up, women pee sitting down. That's the big difference between yeah. us. Yeah, we miss sometimes, sons. We piss yeah, on the floor. Right. Every once. My wife gets angry um, at me. I think I'm swiping in broad strokes. I think there's exceptions to the rules. Sure. Let me make that very clear. I think that by stereotypes, men are providers, yeah. women are nurturers. Yeah. Um, do I think a woman should submit to her husband? Um, this is the only question you sent me ahead of time. And when you sent the question to me, you copied it. And the guy said, is this a sign of a true believer? If they're a true believer, yes. would they do this? Um, I don't That's believe that's right. I, I didn't even put that in. The I don't believe there's part. anything that, 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 particular comment pissed me off the true believer comment because that insinuated there's false believers um that's a great point i, I believe a that. true believer is someone who has accepted the grace of christ and if they had to follow works like submitting to their husband that's a works-based religion who i don't buy into and so um so i think this guy has a really small penis <laughs> um i think this guy doesn't get laid a lot I think this guy is not an alpha, and his wife runs all over him. So is and, he nitpicking the Bible, though? Because that's how I feel. Like, this is ridiculous. I don't think he's nitpicking the Bible. I think that the man is the head of the household. Sure. Okay. That being said, I do not believe the man is the dictator Absolutely. of the household. I do not believe the man is the only authority of the house. I don't believe what the man says is the gospel of the house. I believe God equipped men to lead the home. He equipped the wife to be a helpmate. 
They are a partnership. They are one. Doesn't it say that the, and I could be wrong. This is Uncle Randy. Listen. Yes. I don't know everything. So this is why I got Gary Lamb. But isn't the husband the spiritual leader? The husband. Is that right? Is that in the Bible? He is the spiritual leader as he follows God. Okay. So so let's get back to the word submit. We that's, need to, that's my problem. So like, we I need to remember that out. we have a very limited English language. The English language is a very non-descriptive language. So let me give you an example of that. Sounds, I can already tell. So let me give you an example of that. The word love. I love Christine Lamb. Yes. You know what else I love, Randy? Pepperoni and olives, black olives. Pepperoni and pizza. mushrooms. I love pizza. Yeah. But guess it's what? True. Guess what, though? I don't love them the same. In the in the biblical sure, terms, there was three point. there was three different words for love. There was phileo love, that was a friendship yep. love, there was agape love, there was eros love, that was a passionate love. Yep. The English language is a very non-descriptive language. Yeah, it's limiting. So when you say submit, if you break that down in the original Greek, the word submit does not mean obey. It means respect. It means be willing to listen. Well, there's it your means answer. be willing to partner with someone. If right. you need to throw your tiny little dick on this table and say, I'm the husband, you need to submit to me. You That's have a much answer. bigger issue. Um, my wife does. I'm the head of our household. My wife, I, I guess if you want to get technical, I hate to even use this word. Sure submits to my leadership. Yep. That being said, there's no area in our life where she has ever had to submit to my leadership where I have drawn a line in the sand sure. and said, I am Gary fucking Lamb and here's how it's going to be. Deal with it. Now, have, how would that turn out? It, it would not. Just the, by the, the way, cope in her, <laughs> even though she's a lamb now, the dead. cope in her would yeah. come out and yeah. it would not be good. That's a powerful gene, by the way. Powerful um, uh, white boy, Rick Cope. Yeah. Uh, that son bitch gets in deep. So. Yeah. So we are a partnership. We talk about everything. And let me make this very clear to you, because I have seven years of leading my family and in my wife's mindset, leading them in a biblical and godly manner, yep. even when there's times she disagrees. And I could probably say that's been two times ever where I made a decision, even though she disagreed. Yeah. She supported that decision because I have a track record. Yep. Of of her showing that that is going to work out. Now that's a. I want to go off on a tangent, so hold your yep. place. That's a great point. And write this down. So in it, we've both been in bad marriages. Yes, fucked it all up. Yeah, we talked about it openly, sons. Go rewind the tape. I don't even want to go back through it. Uh, two guys that are fucked up here, but so in a good marriage, in a healthy marriage, do you still support? your partner, even if you maybe question where it's going, because I know my wife does. Like, I know she supported me in times where she's like, this isn't a good thing. I right. don't feel good about it. She still, and sometimes it's worked my way. Sometimes it hasn't. And maybe we're laying in bed, nude, post-coital, goddamn. Maybe just laid it to her. She's like, I was right. She didn't work out like yeah. I thought, did it? That happens. But she, in, in the presence of others and everyone else in the world, she supported me through it. Yeah. And I would do the same for her. Here's like, what I have, lays it here's what I believe about most women. And again, I I want to be careful how I word this. Most women want their husband to lead. They want their husband to be a leader. They want their husband to take command and be confident in their leadership. And they want them to lead as they follow God. 
My wife doesn't need to be the decision maker. However, my wife needs to know that her thoughts were heard. Absolutely. 100%. Understood. Appreciated. And considered. Yes. Absolutely. If I just tell her, fuck you, I'm doing this, and I don't care your thoughts on oh, it. Oh, you'll get off That's going to go like screen doors it's on a submarine. terribly for you. I sit down with her. I listen to her concerns. I listen to her fears. I listen to her... Um, what it, I answer any question she has about whatever decision is being made. Yeah. In the end, ultimately, even if she disagrees with me, I have put her mind at ease, and she knows that I am going to take responsibility, that we have a bunch of men who no longer want to lead in their homes. The Bible says that God says that he said, I sought for a man among them and I found none. Yeah. And it, God's looking for some men to rise up and lead. And again, leading does not mean dictating. Absolutely. Leading Huge does difference. not mean a tyranny. Yes. It does not mean a dictatorship. Yeah. It does not mean you're the king. It, it means it's a partnership. And in every sense of the word, a partnership. And the fact that you have to ask this question tells me you don't get that. that. This guy is sitting in the basement when his wife goes to bed <laughs> and watching porn. Well, he's that. It makes guy. me question if this is the same guy whose wife's not attracted yes, to him. Yes, me too. It makes me you question. know who maybe. says the questions. I, I know. Don't. I'm just saying. I don't know. No confirmation. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe 100%. it isn't. But if your wife's questioning, yeah. she's no longer attracted to you. Like to your point, which was a great point. I think everyone wants a leader, right? Especially right. you know, women are no different. Right? They're, they're just, just people. They want somebody to lead. And if you're not, guess what? Hey, maybe they're going to go get some leadership somewhere else. I'm. They're just like yeah. us. I also say this. This sounds like the, this reminds me of the saying where if you have to announce that you're the leader, you're not, you're the, not leader. the leader. Absolutely so not. So if you have to announce you're 100%. the husband and you need to submit to me, you ain't the fucking head of the house. No, you're, you're not, not the, the one, leader. You're in not the, the one really laying the good dick to her. Right. So I'm just telling. That's a great. That is the point. <clears throat> but so I want to give this point because you you kind of hit on this right. So in a bad relationship or a bad marriage what you'll find most commonly, like if you're looking for some shit to gauge, how's my marriage? How's my relationship? If you find yourself or your spouse saying no to everything you say, right. like quickly, like you're like, Hey, I think we should move that picture there. And they're like, nah, nah. Before they even think about it, just cause they're just choosing to take the adversarial role. Right. That's a real problem. I've been there. Yeah. When you start immediately shutting down and going the opposite, it's a, Big like red flag. So just I'm just telling everybody right. Yeah, and I down. think you need to pick and choose. Men need to pick and choose on what they lead in. For example, if I came home to my house tomorrow, and my wife is painting the house pink with purple polka dots, guess what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. When I was single, I lived with a mattress on the floor, <laughs> neon beer signs on the wall. And no dressers. My clothes were kept in plastic totes I oh, bought yeah. at Walmart. Yep. So I don't give a fuck. Yes. She's the queen of that house. And so I pick and choose the battles that I fight and the battles that I take. And um, I lead in the areas I need to lead. And we have a mutual respect. And there's areas where my wife is on the front line. Sure. I, I'll be honest. When it comes to raising our kids, my wife is on the front lines. 100%. Listen, I, I, don't don't that's I, that's a that should be kind of almost universal. I submit to her leadership in that area. Right. The kids need ah, they're in trouble for that. Okay, cool. Listen, uh, they need to go to bed at nine o'clock. Cool. I'll Whatever tell you, you think. What, what Uncle Randy submits to immediately, and I'll give it straight yeah. out here, sons. We're all about honesty here. Yeah. All right, sons. I, I, I have to write this down. 
Brooke handles all the finances yes. in this household. I've done it before and did a terrible job. Yes. I don't quit. If she tells me we got $6.50, that's what it is. Son. Yes. I don't go and like look and I'm not going to waste. Or she says, hey, we're tight this month. Guess what? I know that's right. So here's the deal. Where so, I would go and there's some shit wouldn't get paid and we'd have money in the account. Right. I obviously am on every account we have. I do not know how to access any account. Me either. About every four months, I'll go to Christine. I'll be like, how much money's in the bank? Yeah, what's it look like? I just like, do that why, all the time. Why? I'm not questioning. I'm just curious. I have no clue. I even asked Brooke today, did I get paid today? Yeah. I, I was like, did I get paid today? Every year when it's tax time, I ask my wife, I say, how much money did I make last oh, yeah, year? Yeah. I, I literally don't even she know. She does. My wife does our taxes. So let <laughs> me throw you a curveball on this. I like a champion. So I, right I met there. Christine in August. In December, we weren't even married. I said, here, I need you to take over these finances. I didn't have a checking account. I gave her all this cash. I said, here. She's like, what bills? I said, I don't know. I said, I just pay them when they're... She goes, how much money? I said, I don't know how much money's in the bank. I said, I just know I have enough to pay the bills. I don't care. I trust her in that area. I look at her when there's something I want, and I'm like, hey, I want this. Do we got enough money to go get it? Is it doable? Cool. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, I learned the hard way. When me and Brooke first got together, I was like... I'm handling the finances. You know, right? I don't want to handle them. I, I know, but I was arrogant. I was like, let daddy handle no. it. All right, submit. All right, bitch, submit. Yeah, no. I fucked around, dude. I tore shit out. I didn't pay shit. I was <sighs> like, dude, if I paid this bill, we're not looking good. If I ignore it and don't pay yeah. it, we're good. And I'm the And she's not going to do that. Dude. I'm the she's, guy who will have the money in the bank, and I'll just forget to pay the fucking bill. Oh, I just will... Uh, choose to rather have it in my pocket than pay and so brooke was one day she finally big boyed me and this is like the submit thing right yeah. like the give and take she's like you gotta let me we're you're fucking us and i had to look and i was like you're right yeah and I don't, she kills it so i don't want to handle the finances i don't want to deal with the finances i i don't want to deal no it's fucking anything. dog shit it kills me yeah uh she's good at it all right so uh this is a good question. This is actually a great question, goddamn. And this came over. We had two that came over today. This is the first one. Have you guys considered making T-shirts for this show? I'll commit to buying 20 right now. Well, I know a guy who just got the last piece of equipment today and will be trained on the equipment next week, and there will be a write-this-down T-shirt coming out should be. along with the website where you can go on and order them, and there will be some of them. Gary-isms and some Uncle Randy-isms t-shirts coming out, too. And to this point, I absolutely agree that there should be, and we could absolutely do it, and they'd be fanatic. Uh, People would love them. Um, But I want to go to the the Black Sheep Beer at Reformation. Yes. So... Black Sheep Pale Ale. I put it out to people. Like, I'm on the record. I can't deny my record. I'm normally not the biggest Reformation beer guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm like it's a, a heavy I'm Belgian a, beer. I'm a piss beer guy, yes. Bud Light. Like, yeah. I'm a poor man. That's yeah. just what I like. The only beer, and I drank 32 of them with the Guardians, Yeah, is the black. That is the best beer they've yeah. ever, hands down, I don't give a shit if Gary Lamb's here, Rick Cope's here, your wife, your wonderful wife. Or Luke is sitting right there. That's the best beer I've had of of all the Reformation yeah. beers. No bullshit. And my wife will back that up. And she is like a fancy beer drinker, yeah. likes all the bullshit AP, and, IPAs. And people ask me all the time, they say, what makes it black sheep? Black sheep means it goes against the grain. 
it goes against the grain of what Reformation it does. Makes. It really does. They make a heavy beer. They make a high alcohol content beer. I told them I needed a festival beer where somebody could come to my festival and drink 32 beers. Yeah, and I can Bud make Light money. or Miller right. Light. And, and so drink. brewed with grits because right. it's Southern. Got to have them Southern roots. It's brewed with grits. So Black what are the sheep chances that created. You, we'll ever see that on the fucking Kroger or Public? I tracks. think that it would it just depend. It would Spencer, just come on, bro. It, it would just depend on the people, the people rallying around the Black Sheep tribe, raising up to the point where Spencer Nix has no choice. I agree, but to realize the greatness. Because here's the deal: my spies inside of Reformation have told me that it's the best-selling beer in the Canton location. I asked two guys selling me beer, and I don't know their names, yes. at the tent at the Guardians of the Jukebox event, and they were both like, this beer, it's like three to one yeah. on the other beer. And I was just asking, right. just to kind of tickle my yeah. fancy, because we do a show together. Yeah. I was like, How's this, how does this beer do? He's like, dude, three to one. Yeah. And at six dollars a pop or whatever. Legend. All right, so if you sell this at at public, Spencer, I'm just telling you right now. All right, so fuck all the Gary, Gary Lamb's not here. Fuck that, Silvertown. All right, just here in Silvertown, we all shop at this Publix yeah. on Riverstone. Right, all of Silvertown, of course. So you got 500 homes here that shop at Publix for all their groceries. Right. If I can guarantee Spencer a hundred households, yes. Will buy their beer, yes, and will buy the black sheep beer. You can't lose. Right. They will the amount of beer that we drink here. If you put that black sheep in Publix, even if it's local, it's going to kill the fucking game. I'm it's just telling you, game changing. Be it's going to happen. It has. The people to. have spoken. It's too good. The people have spoken. They, they. There's nothing wrong with Spencer saying. Guess what? We knocked it out of the park on this right. black sheep one. The other it's one, a great festival beer. Nothing wrong with it, son. I'm just saying. So, uh, what was that fucking question? Oh, consider making T-shirts. So, to the T-shirts. Yes, now that Gary's got the digital printer, all the fancy shit, done drop, you know, 100 Gs on his bullshit, he's no longer hand-pressing them, sons. This is a big, now he's got an operation. Boom. Print so on demand. The, this is the right time to ask this great right. question, sons. I'm I, all about it. I think they'd sell, like, hot, you, do you throw those at the black sheep? And listen, Uncle Randy's not a guy... I'll tie this back to the first question. You got to bring value, right? <clears throat> I've said from the jump, I think that write this down should be the first show under black sheep productions. Yes, Whatever you it's do. Gonna happen. And and we get an RSS, eventually we get an RSS feed for black sheep. This is the first show because I, I don't I don't want that uh smoke because this is a mutual the partnership. black sheep podcasting network. Dude. And you do that, and then if you ever decide to to ramble off some shit on your own, because listen, I've listened to you take over that uh, what is it, Mockingjay or whatever, yeah. and just Mockingbird dom dominate the dude's show and take it over. Yeah, it was for good three night. hours, you were just like, listen, get out of the fucking way. All right, let me just no offense let me to just him, settle no offense to him, but I literally, chair. and I'm only listening to the audio. I watched you stiff arm him and be like, hey, you sit over here, sons. I'm gonna run this shit. I'll ask you a question every now and again, but I'm just going to tell my life story, all right, for yeah. three hours, and people are going to love it. And then almost went four and a half hours right here <laughs> in this location in the Married AF Studios. Yes, absolutely. All day long, sons. So, yeah, I think those will uh, – I think that would be a great select – you know, sell those at just select venues. And I don't want anything from that except for one of the shirts to wear. 
I love the shirts. No, 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 no. We're in this together. We're going to split that. We're well, going to split lo- those millions. Dude, millions. Millions. All right. People will come to the events just for those shirts. That's Boom. just what I'm hearing. Uh, Bubba over here uh, chiming in. Uh, Angel says it's not hoppy tasting. So I guess she's talking about the black sheep beer. Well, she's a beer drinking machine. <sighs> Dude, I'm and telling you. And a tequila drinking machine. And one of my biggest supporters brings the kids out to every event I do. I don't think it's because of me. I think she likes my wife, but I don't care. She comes and supports everything. She's a champion. By the way, sons, have y'all ever noticed? This is the hat, too. I'm wearing the hat. I didn't even Dude, know. Brand it out, bro. Boom. Dude, this hat's legit, too. One some bitch in the pool. Leather patch sets it off. I even told you. Good accent. When you, when you launched them, you were like kind of stingy about, like, you're like, hang on, I got to wait. I don't want to talk about this too early, but you'll see. They're fucking dope. That's a killer. All right. Last question. I think. Um, let's go back to the guy with the small penis. Yes. And the, oh, let's go back to the guy who's <laughs> overweight and has a small penis and thinks twice. Because yeah, so, let's be honest, it was the same guy. <laughs> I know you tried to you tried to show him up and spread out the questions, <laughs> but it was the same guy. You know I what I mean? Lie, Listen, I've had like 15 shots. It's the same guy. Listen, call me. I'll be glad to offer you some counseling. Yeah, do a session. You know, you probably hate me. You probably tweeted against me. Hell, when I was single, I probably did your wife. I don't know. But call me. Let me help you. And we'll get through this together. Hey, by the way, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, Bubba, out of nowhere, tossed me two shirts of his brand. Foggy Creek. Yes. So let me tell you about Bubba. So Bubba. I was going to say, Bubba, if someone, you want to talk about mentor, even if it's unofficial, I know we call him your security. I think he's the Gary Lamb mentor of mentors. Because for one, when I'm, I love Bubba. We kicked some shit all night, dude. Met his fucking uh, brother from another mother. It's fantastic. We were kicking shit all night. That guy has watched Gary Lamb in every move you make. So whether it's security, ment- it's, a, it's something there. So, he loves some guy. He doesn't. He will never say a bad word about you. So guys. Bubba drops Foggy Creek. Yep. It gets a cease and desist email <laughs> from Mississippi, <laughs> where a guy tries to come hard at Bubba, <laughs> telling him he owns a trademark. So this motherfucker sends an LLC paperwork. I know the best trademark lawyer in the state. So that's one thing you've said. Always, you've always said you got a good lawyer. So I have a good lawyer. So instantly, I'm going to follow my lawyer to text thread with Bubba. That's funny. Instantly, my, my lawyer's like, this motherfucker does not have a trademark. <laughs> He's an idiot. He goes, so then two weeks ago, the guy messages back. And say, my lawyer says he filed for the trademark or filed it all wrong. He just dropped 25 grand on a trademark Holy and filed shit. the paper wrong. He goes, just keep making the shit. So Foggy Creek is a Canton home yes, base now. Absolutely. Fuck Mississippi guy. Good shirts. Good Fucking shirt. awesome shirts. Gave me and Brooke both one. Brooke has worn hers. Like five times. And people have asked about that. What like, color what did that? you get? He gave me the burgundy. Okay, so I like, I was just going to say, I have the burgundy. He gave Brooke the green camouflage, I looking, made, which is my preference. I made fun of Bubba for the burgundy shirt. And I'm not going to lie to you. I wore the burgundy shirt more than just about any shirt I've wore. And the wife's like, so nice to see you in something that's not black. <laughs> dude, Bubba said, fuck that, dude. 
<laughs> Bubba calls me. I'm like, how did this motherfucker, Mississippi? Bubba's literally made 30 shirts. He sold at a market. And this motherfucker has done found him in Mississippi <laughs> instead of a cease and desist. That's champion level that shit right champ- there. Dude, I told Bubba, I said, you email him and tell him, j- just respond like this. Have his lawyers contact your lawyers. Yeah, and then say, you're from Mississippi. Right. Like, add that to the and end. And just tell him your lawyer's Gary fucking Lamb. Mm-hmm. And not Gary Lamb. I want you to put Gary fucking, fucking Lamb, Lamb Absolutely. in there. And, um, and uh, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. To, like, literally, Bubba had been going like six days, and somehow this dude found him online. So, by the way, I got to bring this up, because this is a hot take. People, don't, this isn't scripted. No idea. I'm just... Just off the top of the head. So I met your pops. Okay, my dad. Yes. Great man. Awesome guy. Awesome now, dude. For, now Facebook friends. Facebook. We've, we, we, we've actually Legend. chatted. He's commented on some of my shit. Legend. He, no, the, the apple doesn't fall from far from the tree as far as comments. He's commented on some. Yeah. He's got his hot takes, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Here's but, my favorite story. So, Hold on, let me interrupt for a second. Absolutely. I don't mean to. So one of my best friends, a guy named Kylie Blankenship. I post a picture of my mom, and Kylie comments about how my, hot my mom is, and he'd hit it. <laughs> Dude, my dad, my hippie passive dad, comes out of nowhere. Motherfucker, that's my wife. I'll stomp a mud hole in your ass yeah. and walk it dry. I've never been more proud of my dad than I, think I was he that knows, day. I think he knows more people than you. He's the kingmaker. Dude. He knows a lot of mother. Everything we talked about, he's like, I know a guy. Yeah, I my, know. So it's just funny. Because, you know, you find similarities in people, whether they're blood related, yeah. it doesn't matter when, you, when you're with someone, right? Are we on time, time constraint tonight? No. So let me tell you a story. So if you go back and study out the lineage of Joseph. Yes. He was Bring actually it. in line to be king. He's in the lineage of David. Wars happen, different things happen, and Joseph got drawn out of that lineage. And I always equate that Joseph could have been bitter because he never became king. Yep. Instead, God chose him to raise the Savior. He decided to become a king maker. There you go. And here's what I said. Behind every king is someone who made them a king maker. Yep. My dad is the guy who fell into corporate America and never got to chase his dreams. And he encouraged me and my brother to, to chase our dreams. My brother's won the state championship in football this year. He's offensive coordinator at he Warner told Robbins. me all about it. Uh, he's proud. He he's sure proud is. of me. I tell people all the time, my dad is the ultimate king maker. Yes. He didn't get to live the life he chose, but he made sure we lived the life we chose. And, and that makes him you, a champion. He equally promoted both you and your brother. Yeah. Despite the fact your brother wasn't there, I've never yeah. met your brother. But he split it, which is what I look at like a great yeah. dad. Even though your brother wasn't there. Yeah. I've never met your brother a day in my life. He was like. We could not like, be he, any more different. And he was like, man, my, my, my son Gary's here doing this is incredible. Let me tell you about my other son. Yeah. He's incredible, too. Guess what he did? It was 50-50. Yeah. Like, great. That's fantastic. Like, I respect that. You know, if you're looking at a good dad, you, I would say I try to do that. Yeah. You hope you kind of spread yeah. the equity amongst your kids, and, yeah. and, and you know, you love your kids all the Who's same. your oldest? What's his name? Griffin. And he's, he's got a tough road because he's yeah. got to follow Gunner. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. When, when the when – the, I haven't met him yet, but when the baby has that kind of hair – yes. That kind of physique as he come here with his muscles yes. bulging out. Oh, yeah. He's Working going out. to lift some weights. Working out at 9 o'clock. Barefooted. Sitting, dude, on Thursday night. Legend. My seven-year-old walks in. He's like, Pops, I'm working out. Can y'all keep it down? Yeah. And we're like, Legend. dude, just don't drop the weights on your Legend. feet. Legend. 
Dude, what? You find me a seven-year-old that's pumping iron. Guess yeah. what? He's starting football though. That's right. I'm coaching awesome. the team. Oh, you're coaching. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, just me for and that. me and a Luke, coaching with Luke. We're the coaches. God, dude, which I love that guy by the way. We're gonna have these kids coached up championship style, oh Cherokee Warrior sons. You want to know that kid? Like when I talked to Luke and he was like, "Oh, great, this awesome kind of." Because I didn't know he was the director of the league. Yeah, this shows you a tribal. I didn't either until he started posting about Dude, football. I didn't even know Luke was a I, football guy. I had no fucking clue. So I'm this trying is the, to get Luke to run for city council. He should. Yes, he's a great dude. And so this is the power of a network. So I signed Gunner up. This is his first year of football. I emailed the people when I signed him up, saying I want to be an assistant coach because I love football, sons. Grandy was a champion, legend, goddamn, whatever. Run people over. It's what I do. And I'm like, I want an assistant coach. I want to help out. They're like, you got to email our director, Luke. I have no idea which Luke or what. So I emailed the director. I'm like, hey, I'm Randall Fowler. I want to be an assistant coach. Why didn't you, it, well, I, hold I, on. I, First of all, I'm disappointed. Well, you didn't say I'm, get, I'm getting there. Let me tell you this. So I put, I'm Randall Fowler. My son is Gunnar Fowler. I want an assistant coach. It's his first year. I bring the Thunder, sons. Built like a diesel. Run hose over. The guy replies back, hey, Unc, how much does he weigh? Because <laughs> the weight limit, you know, 85 to carry the rock oh, okay. in this weight limit. And he was like, is Gunner going to be a red stripe too, which means he's over the weight limit, so he has to be a lineman. I was like, no, bro. Gunner's right at 80. I didn't know that was I want to line him up at tailback. I want the biggest kid with the most speed running bitches over. Because in little kids, they don't want the smoke. Right. He was like, holy shit, he's under the weight? Yes. Great. And I was like, dude, I've been wanting to be a coach. He's like, you're on the staff. So was Luke the head coach? Yes. I had no. He's the director of the league. I didn't even know Luke was a football guy until he started posting about it recently. Luke is this tall. Yeah. And this skin. And can drink a lot of bourbon. But he is a Could winner. not contain, though. Could not contain Pastor Lamb. And he at the Bourbon him. Society meeting where he called my wife and said, I will make sure he gets home safely. Luke couldn't handle me when I got. I said, you're not driving me home. Dude, let me tell you, though. He comes right out and he's like, you're on the, you're on the staff, 100%. But when he pulled the powerful unk, how much does he weigh? Immediately, I was like, okay, we know this guy. I was telling Brooke. I was like, okay, we know this guy. And then I was like, compare, I was like, fucking hey, that's Luke. How in the fuck? And so I messaged him. I'm like, dude, why didn't you just say, hey, it's Luke. I'm the director and the coach. Love to have you. But because he's a winner, he didn't even mention. He's just like, hey, Unc. It's like powerful. This is the power of a network. Because so I met him through old, you. I met him through you. At seven years old, are we just running the wishbone or what are we running? No, we're going to run the power eye. Yeah. And, uh, are we think, slinging the ball at all? I think we're going to throw the ball. I've got a playbook for the power eye. Now, here's what I think, sons. I'm going to give you a little prediction. For one, the Cherokee Warriors, the first and second grade team, we got three cheerleaders in Silvertown for this group. Three. Goat's daughter is a cheerleader. Okay. Maybe the cutest girl on planet Earth, all right? She's going to be cheering, friendly. We got uh, Raylan down here in the cul-de-sac. She's going to be cheering. And Candace and Anderson Cooper, which is his nickname because he's got the he's uh-huh. silver fox, so I call him Anderson Cooper. Um, his daughter is also cheering. So these games, listen, you want to buy your tickets in advance. A lot of celebrity kids, all right? A lot of powerful families involved. But we're going to put Gunner fullback, Luke's son, who's smaller, as tailback. We're going to have some thunder and lightning, uh-huh. goddamn. And Shake and bake. You, you want to get in front of Gunner? I don't want to get in front of him right now. Dude. Go ahead. 
Just see what happens. Kid's violent, all right? Look at his eyes. He's like his mom. He is not me. Griffin is more like me, like kind of stoic. And he's a quarterback. And he's a, he's, a, he's a prospect. He's doing really well. Gunner is more like, dude, I'll fist fight you. Maybe put a cigarette out on your forehead, all right? I'm going to run you over. So I'd be in. much more afraid. I'm all in. But uh, Powerful Luke, yeah, Cherokee Warriors, grade one and two, be there. For Don't. all of you that are listening, during the game, I'm going to ask you, because he's too – he's not going to ask this. Please don't interrupt for autographs during the game. Wait till before and <laughs> look, after the game. Look at Luke. He just commented on here. He said, he looks mean. Totally broke. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know Luke was a football guy. And all of a sudden, he's dropping football knowledge. Dude, I'm like, he's Luke? He's so powerful. And then when we met him, when we were up there getting Gunner fitted for his pass. Bourbon drinking Luke? That's how I know him. Oh, I love that he drinks bourbon. He's a man. Uh, yeah, by the way, I need to have does Luke know about this bourbon? Has was he on when this yeah. bourbon? Have you was ever being had drank? this bourbon, Luke? We're going to talk about this when we have our coaches meeting, sons, because this is uh, probably the best bourbon I've ever had. It's actually not terrible. Price per bottle? Actually, I still got it. We're just talking. Price per bottle? Yeah, this is like a thirty-four ninety-nine. No, this great thirty-four dollar bottle yeah, of bourbon. Thirty-four bucks. All right. So, uh, what was I saying? I've had a lot of shots in bourbon, sons. Oh, okay. He's talking about Gunner looking mean. So we're fitting him for his shoulder pads, and this humongous ass dude who I who is Joe Boo? Is that the guy from Major Goat. League? That's Goat. He's just naming himself Joe Boo. Okay, awesome. That's Goat. His daughter Brinley's one cheer. Wasn't that the guy in Major League? Yes. That, that had exactly. smoke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, Joe Boo helped. Is Goat, you know, is Goat on the wall here? Yeah, this is goat. Okay, uh, that is that with a cigarette. That, that picture right there makes him a goat in my book, <laughs> right there. Who did I meet? <laughs> Who did I meet at the Guardian show? You met him. That came up to me and was like, "I know someone from your path." We had had we had raised the kids. He's like, "Listen, I'm not oh, in no. that lifestyle anymore." No, that wasn't. It him. was Doodoo Dot Doodoo Doodoo Allen. Doo-doo. He met Doodoo. He's blown our, away by Doodoo. He is our sept, local septic so, man. I was. He works in Doodoo. And when you shit, he makes dollar signs. Son. Well, Doodoo's out here making 200 G's, no no problem. When you shit, he makes money. Well, Doodoo came up to me, dropped his baggage <clears throat> on me from his past, and said, we know some of the same fuck-ups. And I moved on past that, knuckled me, and I was like, dude, I don't care. Let's rock and roll. Dude, Doodoo's the best. I was blown away by him. I love some Doodoo Allen. He's incredible. And he's got some of the best kids you've ever seen raised. And he's got custody of his kids. Yeah, that's that awesome. Never, that rarely happens. That does happen. So the fact that he does that goat picture might be the greatest picture I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> dude. He was literally he doesn't even smoke, but there's a cigarette in his mouth, sons. Legend, because he wins. Or dare I say, goat? <laughs> yeah, that's that's freaking incredible. But so uh, yeah, so so we're fitting him for shoulder pads. This humongous guy, he's probably six six, two eighty, big black guy. Not that, that matters, but I could tell he was a killer in football. Obviously, somewhere. So he's fitting Gunner for his shoulder pads. And he's like, how old are you, son? Gunner goes, I'm going into second grade. He's like, fuck, I need you going into fourth grade. I need you right now. And I was like, dude, second grade. We're going to be running hose over, all right? So we'll be there in a couple of years. But right now we're going to run over some second graders and first graders. It's how it is, sons. I can't. Listen, so you sign them up, Luke's they're going to get comment run over. at the bottom of the screen. I'm super intrigued by this feature. Oh, I love, dude, Luke. Now, how'd day? you get this? How'd you get it at the bottom of the screen here? Oh, because I just popped it up over here. I have control uh, of the now. Okay, right so he just mentoring that, shit going on right there. I didn't even know that. That's Errol. 
third grade coach and my best friend. Let me tell you, Luke, uh, he had a dip in his mouth, so I loved him. Uncle Randy's a dipper, son. Love the back, you goddamn. But the way he looked at Gunner was like, can we just pretend you're older? Yeah. Gunner was like, I want to run over some bitches my age. So before I moved out of the city, I was thinking about running for mayor. Luke was going to be my campaign. He didn't even know he was going to be my campaign campaign manager, but he was going to be. We were going to win that be. shit. We were going to st- My slogan was going to be this. You ready? Sick of the typical politician bullshit? Try lamb shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yes. That's going to be it. So, do you ever think that'll happen? No. Are you ever I'm out of the city limits so, now. So, I'm the first neighborhood outside of the city. So, county uh, commissioner, maybe. Looking from the outside. Yes. Do you think you have too much baggage to be elected? No, I, I or don't. Or you just don't want to deal with the bullshit? Is I could that- give two fucks about the baggage. I, I flaunt it on the front porch, and so that's why no one's able to bring up baggage against me because it's all public. No. Here, here, and when they do, I want to interrupt you. When they do on social media, they yeah. get dispelled immediately. Yes. That's the easiest shit on earth. Right. And people do it with me all the time, too. The, right. With the easy fruit. Come on. Come at me with some real shit. Yeah. I want to respect Don't you. come with that low-hanging no, fruit. If you want to insult me, dude, yeah. bring me some original yeah. shit, because I'll be the first to tell yeah. you. That's good. Right. I haven't heard that. Right. Yeah. But if you... What up, babe? Come on over here. Yeah. I need to get some dinner. I'm hungry. Well, How have you not ate? It's 930. Dude, it's... He made tacos. I smelled them right when I came in. It yeah. is. It's down there ready for you, because I submit. Do I submit, Gary? Boom. Hey, where's I want him to meet Gary. Griffin, come in here. I want to see Gary's reaction. Let's talk about something about this LSU shirt. What can is there a backstory to this? Oh, dude. She's Griffin, come on in. You got to meet Gary. That's right. why you like the egg roll lady. She's Cajun. So you met yeah. my seven-year-old. There's my 16-year-old. Nice 16. Was Look at that beard. <laughs> Man's beard. Damn. Dude, when did you have a beard like that? Yeah, I was 30. <laughs> Four kids, a mortgage. Four kids, a mortgage, and an old pickup truck. He's got to go. He's got to go lay brick tomorrow morning at six a.m. He owns two gas stations and a Shell station repair shop. Because he kind of he's kind of got that hippie, dirty quarterback, like carefree West Coast quarterback going on. Yeah, he's sixteen, freshly sixteen. Boom. That's why people are like, "There's no way he's 16. I got here at the pool. The lifeguards are like, "How old is he? 30? 25? He's got all the. Uh, Women on the forum oh, trying to hook up. Love. Here's what's funny though. I was talking to your uh, daughter uh, at the when she was selling us the yes. shit. Who she's amazing, by the way. She's great at what she does. You've got her hustling like a champ. But she had a number twelve necklace. On. Yes. And I was like, that's a great number. That's my family number. Yeah. Okay. Griffin and Gunner were. Okay. So I was a quarterback. Griffin's quarterback. Now Gunner and putting him at fullback. He's a little meaner. Like I mm-hmm. said, a little more gravelly. But twelve's our number. We've all worn it. So I was like, my sixteen year old wears uh, twelve. Uh, so it, it like hit me in the tits. That's another connection in our yeah. families. Kind of weird because he's got a gold necklace with the number twelve. She was wearing her boyfriend's that wears right. number twelve. Yeah. So it's weird. That's a connection that I didn't expect. That dude. Championship great son. Sometimes the world just it tends to work itself out. What were we sons. talking about? Oh, elected official. Yes, office. running for office. Before we got um, it rudely interrupted by my family. Right. You know, how can they do that shit? I try to keep the reality out. is that I don't give a shit enough. <laughs> to me too, like that's... like running for city council. The, I, I care about the entertainment district. <laughs> I care about where they're gonna serve alcohol or are we gonna party. I don't want to sit in meetings about the water authority and budgets for roads. So no chances of me ever running for an office like that, because I really only care about the issues I care about. Yeah. And they're the superficial issues. 
if they were issues like how do we turn into downtown Woodstock and have parties going nonstop, I'm all in. So no, that's a great that's a great point. And Linda here, who's wonderful, popsicle man, Dustin needs to run for office. <laughs> Agreed. Luke, Luke Dustin, and Dustin, man, yes, I trust those two fuckers. Yeah. to run the shit. Luke has too much baggage that he ran as a pol- he was the um, campaign manager. No, no, he doesn't have. Let me rephrase that. He doesn't have any baggage, but he ran in a. He was the. Uh, campaign manager for a pretty dirty campaign oh so, so he got kind of fucked by yeah, association I, I, I think they would come after him pretty hard and i don't know that luke's got that mean streak where he'll just throw that middle finger you up got in a big enough dick but to I, just throw it in the i air. can i can mold him i feel like i can mold him into a lean 100%. mean fighting machine because i am a luke fan and he is a bourbon drinking machine that shocks uncle randy yes right? <laughs> bourbon drinking machine it now makes me even love him even more and he and to his credit, he was he's already messaged me and be like, Look, I want to get my coach and staff together early yeah. before the season. I'm like, you know what? Love your leadership. Yeah. We should get together because we got to whip everybody's asses. I don't care they're seven and eight, yeah. son. No participation trophies no. in this house, sons. We run bitches over back. or you don't. Steve right? Spurrier, fun and gun, Dude, 60 to nothing. I want to run the score up on these motherfuckers yeah. like they've never seen. Well, my little brother scored 62 points in the state championship game, and they just kept throwing the ball, and I heard all the fans around me gripe, and I was like, I said, it's the third-string fucking quarterback throwing the ball. He deserves to throw stop it. Stop him. Right. If you want to gripe about right. it, stop him. Right. Or don't. All right, so uh, Goat chimed in here. Uh, I've never had a beard like that, ever. The beer took me back. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're still recovering. Yeah, from I was not expecting it. That's 16 years, just 16. Yeah. Just yeah. turned 16. Yeah. Just got a car. Got a black Chevy and Paul. By the way, how pimp is this? Got a black Chevy and Paul with black wheels, black on black, clean. So You respect that. So basically, everywhere he goes. So <laughs> I want to make sure he's not listening to this podcast. I don't think he understands the power he could possess in this neighborhood with the MILFs. Dude, he's all. He's, There's so many married women that would take him behind the building and just show him every which dude, way. The lifeguards. Yeah. No. Every, not, but, every one of the female lifeguards, though, were have are are literally throwing. But, but let's take it past the lifeguards. Those are all <laughs> yeah, 16, 17 that, that, year old that's girls. That's normal. Yeah. Let's get to the thirty-eight, the thirty-eight year old divorcee or that, or housewife. Stop. Let's talk about the woman who finds her husband unattractive oh, because of his weight. Easy and they, and, money. And he expects to submit to her. Easy money. Your son's shagging her in two seconds. Dude, killing the guy. Two he, seconds he's shagging her. Yeah. Then he asked about submit. You got bigger problems right. than submitting, bro. Yeah. All right? Life's yeah. Getting, yeah. getting destroyed by a 16-year-old yeah. champion. Destroying Just her. Say. Yes. That's not your baby she's pregnant <laughs> with, okay? Just say, when he comes out with a full beard, boom. All right, so Brandy just said, when's the next Bourbon Society function? Well, there was this dude in town. I can't remember. Maybe Luke can help me if Luke's still watching. There was this guy having a Canton Bourbon Society. But have you ever met a guy who, and if he's watching, I'm going to feel really bad. But have you ever met a dude who's just so full of shit? I just flew to Texas and bought a $900 of course. bottle of bourbon. I know, I know 10 guys like that. So this guy yes. just always rubbed me wrong. And I might have had a little too much to drink. The wife was out of town. I'm not going to lie to you, sons. She was out of town. And um, I had a lot to drink that night. Luke was supposed to get me home safely. He didn't. <laughs> he let you down. Jimmy Hancock got me home safely. I about got into a fight at the Waffle House that night and um, with a wrestler. There was another wrestling promotion in the state. His name's Josh. Luke just yeah, Josh. In. I don't remember the guy's name. I'd call him full of shits what he was. <laughs> I have so much bourbon. Go jerk yourself off and shut up. But Luke knew a lot about bourbon. So maybe Luke wants to put a bourbon society function together. And we had all these <laughs> high-dollar wine, um, high wines, high-dollar bourbons we drank. <laughs> 
And it was just a lot of shit talking. So where does this stack compared to high dollar, knowing that it's um, only $34? It's as good as a $34 bottle. I put it up there. So my $30 bottle of bourbon is Eagle Rare. That's yeah. my go-to. What's Woodruff cost? I forget and what I paid Probably about for 50 or 60 Okay. This so, is smoother. I expected this yeah. to taste like gasoline. You did. You even called that. So Yeah, and it didn't. Luke, you are now the official head of the Canton Bourbon Society. It's up to you to put something together. We're not doing it with Josh anymore. Yeah. I, if Josh is your friend, I don't apologize. Dude, and I, I, again, I hate to harp on this, and I'm not doing, you know, there's no, I have no skin in the game except for the fact that I like good beer. I need Spencer to, to go live with the black shit. I don't care. I got no interest. Spencer was on here live last time. He I was. don't know that he is this time. I think he's on here. They're making he, some moves. Spencer, we need the pale L, black sheet pale L. I'm telling you, it'll sell. It, Just it needs here to in, in Silvertown alone, if this Publix is moving that kind of volume, doesn't it's not profit. It's got to be profitable. It's got to be profitable. It's, it's be the good. black sheep. You got Listen, Gary Lamb pushing business. it, Uncle Randy pushing Dude, it. I know business. It's, it's got to be good for everybody. I but think it's probably bad sense. for Spencer to know that they poured all their heart and soul into all their great beers. And legends Dude, just come along and we outsell them. But I'm not too arrogant to admit that. Like, if I've got a business yeah. and somebody brings right. me a gold mine, right. I'm going to be like, bitch, that's my gold mine. Right. I love that gold mine. I love black sheep. Yeah. This is actually, hey, we made this shit on purpose. Yeah. We were just waiting on the right people. Right. Been sitting on this recipe yeah. for it. I'd be lying. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, we had this shit, but Gary comes along. I was like, hey, this and is And his yours, girl, Gary. Spencer's got this girl who does her graphics. She's awesome. And I love all those guys at Riff But she even knew she, they don't know what to do with me. I'm kind of the wild horse there at Riff She even made the logo hot pink, black sheep hot pink. I said, put that shit on there, hot pink. I don't care. I give two shits. I don't give dude. two shits. So it's going to sell. Uncle Randy will rock hot pink all day. Black and damn. white with your black sheep hot pink with the upside down A. People buying it nonstop. All I mean, day. literally, you go up to the counter and say, I want Gary Lamb's beer, boom, and bam. Now, here's what they I'm concerned it. about with the digital printing, and this really isn't a concern. This is actually yeah. just a uh, compliment. Can we keep up? But how many shirts are you going to make? Because you guys are popping off. I know Christine's got so ideas. So we're going to print on demand. So what we do is you put the website. I mean, we can do a Oh, that's good then. You we won't can, lose anything. We can do an order ahead of time, but really we put the website up with the shirts. As the orders come in, we print. So, we so that's why you save money. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. We can do a we can do about 200 shirts a day with this Beautiful. one machine. That's incredible. And we're ready to pull the trigger on a second one. Dude. I don't hey, care. You, if it gets to that. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm sitting there watching. I'm watching the clothes and the black sheep temp. That's just, it's so smart of y'all to do that. Listen, I just got to, like, that shit was popping off, right? So I take Brooke in there with the expectation. I was like, I'm going to buy a hat. And Brooke's going to get the tank top. Because I like Christine's tank top yeah. idea for the women. It was great. Then we get in there, and Brooke's like, no, I like this shirt, too. Got to get this shirt. And then, oh, fuck, I don't even remember the other part that she got one other thing. And that's what it is, dude. And your daughter's in there selling. How old is she? 14? 14. So, as a respected hustler in the community, how does that... Do you feel like she's got the the Gary Lamb work ethic? Because it looks like she's got so it. So, she's got the work ethic. And now I feel more confident. Let me tell you the best thing that happened to her. So at the market Tuesday night, for the first time ever, guess what she put on the board? A goose egg. Ooh, that's humbling. She didn't sell one thing. That's good. Sometimes you got to get dropped on your dick. I loved it. She had all her friends hanging out in the booth. They were chilling. That's a big moment. And she sold nothing. Guess what? I guarantee it'll never happen again. Never happen again. Absolutely not. She's making two, three hundred dollars a night at my last festival. Listen, it's 14 years old. You ready for this? The barbecue and brews? 
$2,700 she made. All day. In that one doesn't day. surprise me a bit. Boom. But she put up the goose egg. So and the goose egg did, was good for her. So how did you, as a dad. I so, laughed. So, she come, so good. Good. So I want to know that. So you hear, then you come running around after mm. you've been running around handling yep. everything. She's like, Pops, I'll put up a turd. Yeah. I laughed, chewed her ass, and told her why. I said, you'll hang out with your friends? Are you going to work? There wasn't a lot of people. I said, it's a market. Of course, there's not a lot of people. I said, but there was people in your tent. You should have sold something. Yeah. She learned. Well, so did you tell her, too, there's something about uh, assumptions yeah. that you're already there right. and all this shit about the yeah. hunk? Because that's a real thing. Right. It's happened to me in, in plenty of businesses where, yeah, you got to get dropped on your ass sometimes. And like I said. I was a proud moment for me. I, I know that sounds dumb. I, yeah. She needed to put up a goose egg. Absolutely. I agree 100%. All right. So here's the last thing we got to do. We haven't even done it. All right. We got to talk about our, uh, what champions don't do. Oh, what champions that's, don't do. That's our number what one. What was our last one? Oh, I said we dressed for the wedding. You did. That was a powerful story. That was a dress for the, the wedding. The guy getting gas. Yes. In the tuxedo. What do we know? Well, all right, go for it. You didn't throw me this car. I didn't know we were doing this again. <laughs> we got to do it every week. I'm going to go with this one. All right. And I thought about it. I had a couple that were in mind, but I'm going to go with people. Yeah, I'm going to go with this, sons. Fuck it. We go with people that are willing to pass an injured man. All right. And so, what I mean by that is to turn their their nose up, right? Like if somebody's on the side of the road, or they're they're broken down, or they're bleeding, you walk on by, you don't do anything for those. The lesser of us that pay no attention to those, because I I'm I'm no theologian, but I do know there's something in there about those. The lesser of us, like how you look at the lesser of us is what you will receive. Something like that. I don't know what it, what it is, but, um, you know, I've always been a big believer in that, that I treat everyone the same. Mm-hmm. So I equate this to that, right? My mom was a janitor. She, this is what she mm-hmm. did. She cleaned department stores after they were closed when I was a kid to make ends meet. Very proud. Was good yeah. at what she did. Yeah. Was very good at what she did. Yeah. My mom cleaned houses too. And, uh, dude, I'm talking about, she has as much pride as anybody in her work because she did a good job. And one day Griffin was like nine, right? So I was going to Alabama and back with him. And we stopped at the Chevron in Scottsboro, Alabama. It's on 72. So you go 75, 24, 72 to Alabama. And the Chevron right there in Scottsboro, we pull in to get gas and there's a subway in there. So we'd always stop and he'd get a, a pizza sub. And we pulled in. We're walking in. This woman is cleaning the glass. Like that's her job. She's the she's the janitor. The she cleans the store. Very proud of her work. She was doing a great job, dude. The glass was spotless. Had a squeegee. Is fucking perfect. This guy walks up, puts his cigarette out on the glass as he's walking in. You know, like I don't want to be smoking when I go in, so puts it out on her freshly clean glass. All right, I don't lose my shit much. I'm pretty cool and laid back. But I I told her go get in the truck. This when I have my truck. Like go get in the truck. I'd have a talk with this guy. It got confrontational. Like, that's an emotional thing for me, right? Like, that's disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That woman takes pride in her work. Right. I don't know what you do, bro, for a living, but that's some fuck shit, all right? Yeah. You see her cleaning her glass. You see her doing it. And you put your fucking shitty he, cigarette out on it. His wife, probably just, his wife probably just told him she thought she was overweight. And he told her submit. <laughs> it's the same. That's probably like, yeah, this guy's all over the place. Well, right. But, dude, it hit me right in the tits, Ooh, right? Like, I think you treat, you treat everyone the same. And in business, if you stop doing that is when you're fucked. So write that down, sons. You treat everybody the same. 
If they deserve respect, you give it. If they yeah. earn respect, you give it. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And pride in your work, doesn't matter what the fuck you do, son. If you're proud of it, you're a champion. That's right. what I call a champion. Whatever you do, if you do it the best that you can and, you, and you're proud of the result, you're a champion in Uncle Randy's yeah. book, son. I don't know what Misty just posted, Bubba's wife. LD energy. That's long dick energy. <laughs> I assume that's what that means. I don't know what that's in reference to, though. Is that what LD energy is? Long dick energy? I would assume Because so. I always thought it was BD I energy. I thought it was big dick energy. Big, but maybe, apparently Bubba's long. Maybe Bubba's long and long skinny. And skinny. Yep. Like it's, you that's know what, what I mean? think immediately. So Bubba has a long and skinny dick, and he <laughs> throws out that energy. And apparently he was throwing it on her. No, oh, little, little dick energy. Right, little dick energy. Oh, yeah. He put the cigarette uh, on the, the window. Cigarette guy. Okay. That guy had little dick. Dude. Napoleon you, complex. You talk about the, there's a few times in my life where I've been enraged, right? Maybe that's hidden to some like, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and my yeah, mom was doing yeah. whatever it took right. to be a great mom. And she, dude, I never knew I was poor. Yeah. Until we grew up. Yeah. When, of course. I was, when I was little, I didn't know we didn't have a lot of money. I was fine in it. But dude, don't, don't do that. Listen, yeah. if I didn't have my kid, I probably would have slapped him around. I still put him in his place. It was very confrontational and he learned the ways of being a better person. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Don't. Ooh. Oh, I got it. And this goes back to our restoration guy question. I'm a home improvement guy. Don't be Golden Corral. Be Ruth Chris. I like that. I like that. I, so get, when, I get that immediately. When you're starting out in a business, you can be Golden Corral. You can serve everybody's everything. Needs. You can be earth. everything and be average at it. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not. A, I like Golden Corral. Yeah. If I want some, if I just want to eat a bunch of shit food and, and get a uh, ice soft serve, if I, all if, you I, can I, eat. if I just want to eat a bunch of shit food, a mediocre steak and some mediocre frozen mac and cheese, but I want to be able to eat a shit ton of it, I'll go yeah. to Golden Corral. Or I can go to Ruth Chris and get the best steak I've ever had in my life. Now I don't go to Ruth Chris and get shrimp. Yep. I don't go to Ruth Chris and get meatloaf. Yeah. I don't go to Ruth Chris and get fried chicken. I go there for one purpose and one purpose only to get steak. When you're starting out being a champion, yep. focus on one thing and be great at and it. And be the great at it. Tom Brady don't give a fuck if he can hit a baseball. He really doesn't. He don't care if he can shoot a basketball. He's the best quarterback. He doesn't even care if he puts up the best stats. He, he cares about one thing and one thing only. Super Bowls. Did I win? The Super Bowl. So that just came to me. Don't Looking six of them. He's been to ten of them. Did How you, incredible is that? He's been see, to ten of them. Did you see them. Peyton Manning's quote the other day? No. He he named his mom. I can't remember what his name. But he goes Tom. He said Peyton Manning said Tom Brady's the greatest ever. And had it not been for whoever Manning yeah. his mom, he goes it wouldn't be six. It'd yeah. be ten. For sure. Because I guess Peyton beat him once. He did. Eli's beat him Eli three beat times him, yeah, twice. 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 So he said it'd be nine. Yeah. That. <laughs> so That's the truth. Yeah. Damn, I didn't see that, but that's absolutely yeah. true. And you got to look at it. A great association there with Tom Brady. He was a part-time starter in college. Yep. Part-time starter. He split time with Brian Greasy. Six-round draft pick. Horrible body. You can, find, you can Google the pictures of his draft pick pictures when they're like, Lining them up like cattle and looking at their muscle mass and shit. Unimpressive as can be. Slow ass, 40 time, six Super Bowls. Winner. Doesn't give a fuck, son. Supermodel wife, yep. laying the pipe all day. Don't be Golden Corral. Be Ruth Chris. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that goes back to the handy guy. You know what? 
find a niche and be the best at it. Be the best deck builder around. Oh yeah. Get to the point where they call you for sheetrock work. You're like, I don't do sheetrock work, man. I'm a deck builder. No, I build and- the best decks there are. The riches are in the niches. That's a great point. Write that down because that's what I've been in every industry I've been in, in business. I've always been blank guy, mm-hmm. right? So they'd be like, this is my blank guy. So whatever it is, when I was in cell phones, mm-hmm. I'd be like, this was our cell phone guy. And everyone caught, like, it was strictly based on that. That was it. If it was that need, they called me. And uh, I agree with you 100%. Be that guy. Then then spread your wings. and you. I'll can, give you, you an can, example. We've had friends of ours call us with the Black Sheep stuff. And when I created the Black Sheep, I knew I wanted to be for hustlers. I wanted to be men-focused. That doesn't mean women can't. But I knew we were going to do black shirts, gray shirts, military green shirts. We've had some friends call Christine, but can, can you make me this shirt in pink? I'm like, no. So That's how, not our color scheme. So has that surprised that. you, though, the outturn of women wanting to support that brand? Yes. My wife loves it. Yes, and I'm cool with it, but I'm also not going to start no, putting sure. out pastel pink you black sheep shirts or turquoise black sheep shirts. We have our color scheme. We're sticking to our sure. brand, and we're going to be on brand. Don't be afraid to say no. Ooh, that, that should have been yours. Don't be afraid to say no. you actually talked about no. that this week, yeah. actually, in some of your shit. And I think people do that to a fault. They can't say no, and I wish I could take mine back now. It's still yeah, they, they won't work so bad. I think what you say yes to is just as important as what you say no to. Agreed 100%. And I had a meeting about two weeks ago with a city that I put on one of my biggest festivals. Yeah. And I don't know, man. They were feeling swinging dick in yeah. this meeting. They were like, well, we've got some stipulations this year. I said, okay. And um, they said, well, we want this, this, this things i don't do yeah i wasn't mad i looked at him i said yeah sounds like i need to move this festival and i named the city to the next town up because the next town has been asking me well played what do you mean i said i I don't do those things you're asking me to do and i said there's nothing wrong with you asking sure but that's not what i do yeah you didn't raise your voice either probably you didn't get all crazy oh oh, 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 no no. everybody literally that's what i said everybody relax everybody relax i was like i'm relaxed (laughs) i said no 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 i even put it back i said you're right yeah, I understand why you're asking all of those things, but I don't do that. Yes, and That's I said, hilarious. The town above you has been asking me to come. I'll be glad to move this festival there. That's Needless to say, I left that That's meeting. A power move. So I left that meeting. I'm still doing it in that city. That's a big. And they met move. all of my. By the way, you got to be willing for I them would, to agree to walk away, which is the big. They could have looked at me and said, "Go fuck yourself." It's probably time to go. And I looked at him, and I mean. I'm talking about an event that puts 30 grand yeah. in my pocket for yeah. one day. But I wasn't, I don't do what they yeah. wanted me to do. If you ever do that, right. that power move and buckle yeah. and start walking out and be like, hey guys, hey, hang on, let's think about yeah. it. You're fucked forever. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So you I'm barbecue and brews. It's barbecue and brews. They wanted me to take a slot. So I had to move from August, I mean, excuse me, April to October where they had a bluegrass. Like, this year, maybe we changed the music to bluegrass. It's barbecue brews and bluegrass. Nothing wrong with it. It's a great idea, actually. Sure. I don't do bluegrass music. Yep. That's not what my festivals are. Don't ever change it. And I so would I just never told do that him, I said, I understand exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you can only do one festival this year yep. because of COVID. You're trying to combine them together. I'm not your guy. Yeah. And they were shocked. It was almost like they had never seen anyone just call their bluff and be like, I'm not doing it. They probably, that's exactly probably what happened. But I'm not so desperate for the work. I got to do it. So, T.O. Nick McDaniel. Tapped out Nick probably has one of the, the most watched 
wrestling podcast in the southeast. All right, so I got to meet this guy. I got to know Nick. Uh, by the way, Gunner, who's Gunner now a mutual friend. Yes. Love that guy. Champion. He wants us to go on his show. Chat with together. Gunner. Yeah, we need to. We need to drive up to Chattanooga. Us, he wants us to go on as a team. Yeah, we'd have to drive up to Chattanooga. Shares a name with my son. Chat. Gunner's Gunner. a powerful name. Listen, you don't want to go up there just because – Talking about small dick energy, you walk into this studio they have. That's yeah, very nice. It's I'll amazing. That, that dude is. Tell Gunner when to lay it out there. We'll do it. Yeah. So To said, "Fat guys love black." He's true. He's right. Slimming sons. Everybody knows the basics of that. He also says, "Powerful move. Know when to hold them, when to fold them, sons." Yeah. Fucking the gambler. Goddamn. Write it down. So tapped out has figured out. We need to get with Nick. We talking about mentoring. We need to learn. He's doing Facebook Live. His podcast is getting fifty to seventy-five thousand views. All right, Nick, we're gonna we're gonna set this up. Yeah, he knows how to advertise. He's he's he keeps telling me he's found a loophole in the algorithm, and he's more than willing to share it with me. Well, uh, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna do. Where's he out of uh, here, Buford? Oh, fucking a! Yeah, tapped Come out on. wrestling podcast, dude. They're doing the tapped out wrestling anniversary five year anniversary show at the Action Building, dude. September. Come on, bro. Tap out. I got an extra stool. There's a mic right off camera. Come on, Legends. let's do this shit. We'll Legends. learn. I want to learn all day. That is some serious numbers. Um, but so the gunner does Gunner Nelson does he wrestle? Gunner yeah, Miller. Gunner Miller. Yeah, right. he wrestles. So he wrestles in Southern Honor, right? Yeah, he's the, is big, he the gunner. Yes, yeah, he's the gunner. gunner. Yeah. yeah, that's his. Yeah, of course, because they share a name. Yeah. That's his guy. Okay. He doesn't look as mean on his podcast no. pictures. As he, he, does. He, he lost this last time in um, about ten seconds. But so he knows his shit though. So he the knows match what started. Match started. Turned around. Gunner speared the guy. Out cold. Guy lifted up his shirt. He had a steel plate underneath his shirt. Of course. When he Gunner did. speared him, he hit him with a steel plate, knocked yeah. him out. Boom. Of course. That's what it takes to knock Gunner out. Dude, that's what happens, sons. Now I heard somebody pulled a pistol. Well, no one pulled a pistol. That's nasty, Leroy. So, does somebody have a gun in your? Fa- I need to well, know that because I was I've been watching the build so up. Leroy, I'm a little worried about coming to the next. Event. So, Leroy is he's your pick for the rumble, right? He, you know, he he was the guy I got to. He was my entry. I got to pick one guy. Okay. So, nasty Leroy is um, I don't know the correct term. <laughs> Special. <laughs> Is that is that a correct term? Sure, that's a good term. Mentally special? Yeah, just figure that out for yourself. He's son. been training at Cody Rhodes School. That's a genetic so powerhouse. They brought him into Joey Janela's wrestling show up north, had him pull a gun on somebody. Okay, he's, that's what I've been hearing he's, on all the he, social he, media. He's now a legend. So he's a loose cannon. He's nasty Leroy, the NyQuil hands. So you picked him and he's a loose cannon so that could pull a gun? Dylan was super mad I booked him. He calls himself the mayor of Pound Town. I love that. That's a t-shirt pre- all day. The president of the nasty nation. Dude. The pimp, the pimp to the nasty hotties. Can we not get him on? The mayor. I mean, the, the NyQuil hands. Yes. He's just a cliche machine. He's not all there mentally. I believe he doesn't understand that wrestling may be scripted. Sometimes cliches work. Write that yeah. down also. Sounds yeah. very. It's rare, but you can I'm find not them to work. So here's the deal. Mayor of Pound Town. I wish I'd have stole that gimmick. It's fantastic. Matter of fact, I might steal it from Leroy. I steal my, we might need him. to put that on the uh, write this uh, down. Bubba shirt. can tell you a story about some pistols at wrestling because there might have been a situation where two guys from another wrestling promotion showed up to fight me one night, and they were met in the they yeah. were met in the lobby with my father with a pistol to their head. So we're my father in law to a pistol. We're going to their totally head. off script here. Yeah. This is not planned. Well, I didn't even think to talk about the wrestling. I'm glad we are. 
But so I've seen you get into some comp like even I who know a gimmick with Southern Honor. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what's the, <laughs> is it still a gimmick or are we going to the point where now it's a little person like yeah. And that's good. I don't want to know the real well, answer. When we first, but so you have been in trouble. Well, when we first started, we life. made some wrestling promotions mad. Oh, I've seen that. There's definitely some fuckers that hate you. Yeah. Two guys said they were going to come to the show and fight me. I met them in the parking lot with about 10 guys. So where's the smoke? I said, well, actually, that's funny because they said they were going to bring the smoke. That's so funny you use that phrase. Mm-hmm. They said they were going to bring the smoke. Again, Next thing them I on their know, bullshit. my father-in-law has a gun to one of them's head talking about the smoke. I Bubba's standing there all day. Bubba's standing there. I was just joking. Those are, those are lyrics to a song. Rick's response was, "I don't listen to rap music. I don't listen to bullshit. <laughs> I don't listen to rap music. Yeah. This is smoke." I looked at the one guy. I said, "Would you like to go in like men and talk down and settle this one on one?" So we went in there had a conversation. While I'm having a conversation with the one guy, my father-in-law kept a gun to the other guy's head. Dude, I've seen. Said father-in-law has walked into my home. This home where we're in the studio right yeah. now. The home a, of Uncle Randy with Studios. A, with a 38 special in his horrible shirt pocket that's barely hanging on anymore. Yeah. So if it falls, someone's dead. Yeah. All right. So it's barely hanging on. And then pulls it out by the grip <laughs> to where if it falls out of his hands, somebody's double dead. And he's like, always packing on. Slides it back in the horrible pocket. And walks the fuck out. So, I'm like, my, kill so I have a kill buddy of mine up from Macon who's a pastor. And oh he tells me God. afterward, he said, here's what freaked me out the most. He goes, it wasn't that he pulled a gun. He goes, that there was 10 of your people standing around when he pulled the gun up to his head. And none of them flinched. <laughs> like it was just normal happenstance. Every weekend, somebody comes and threatens Gary. And white boys got a gun to their head. Dude, I saw the most power big dick move I ever saw. It wasn't even, dude, white boy wasn't even involved in the conversation. You may not even have saw it. It was some sort of thread I was on that was talking about somewhere, probably me and you. Somebody said something, you know, probably like, oh, I don't like Gary Lamb or something. And uh, Rick chimes in and he's like, listen, that's my problem. Because he's my family. Now I'm pissed off. Like just gangster shit as can be. No, like, hey, stop it, or hey, please, you know, yeah. let's keep family out of it. He's like, now you're in my world. Yeah. All right. I don't have to like this guy. He, like, that's what he's saying is, he's my family. I don't care if you like, I don't like him sometimes. Right. This is my family, though. Now you're getting the smoke. Like, yeah. I'm going to put a gun to your brain. So well, these two guys were thought of as the baddest dudes in Georgia. I didn't go to fight him. I just said, let's sit down like grown men and have a conversation. So me and the one guy are sitting in the back having a conversation. I don't know this is going on out in the lobby with a gun to the guy's head. <laughs> he's got a guy held up. He's like, oh, dear God. Yeah. He's talking about he – those are just – I think he pissed his pants. If I Bubba was out there. Big Chris was out there. And Bubba my, just I, said I'll that. never forget my buddy saying, there was 10 people standing around. They just acted like it was normal. That white boy had a gun to his head. Yeah, Bubba said, I told that one guy, if if all he was was, was backup, then both y'all getting your ass whooped. Yeah, it was a good night. Bubba, by the way, um, there's nobody on the world in the world that wants to do a podcast with Uncle Randy more than Bubba. When's he Bubba, coming on? I think we're going to do it this next week. Uh, he wants to tell his life story, which is very interesting. It is very interesting. Because if you meet Bubba, Bubba should be dead. Bubba should be dead. And number two, one of the better athletes I've ever seen. You've seen me that. 
That motherfucker. And he got a basketball scholarship. But it's not even just basketball. White boy. He's just an athlete. I've seen him play wiffle and wiffle like wiffle ball, dude. All I got to see is somebody make an athletic movement. You probably like this with wrestlers. Like you can kind of look, yes. see him move, and you're like, okay, that's a good athlete. Bubba's like that. It fucking blows my mind because you wouldn't think it. The motherfucker will shoot the lights out. He'll hit dinger, goddamn, and then he'll sell you a Foggy Creek shirt. Whatever. You know, and then it'll be Gary Lamb's enforcer. Whatever it's got to be. He'll hit a home run against you in a shirt he made. Yes, he sure will. Off the uniform you made. Yep. Where Go put his Foggy Creek shirt on. Let me tell you why. Stand there as white boy pulls a gun on somebody. It's just good yeah, man. Let me tell you why Bubba's smart. All right, he's a smart man. So he does. Y'all have seen it? High school legends. Uncle Randy's uh, softball team. We had a podcast. We still do. We're about to start fall ball. Bubba made our uniforms. They were the talk of. Hold the on, stop for league. a minute. We're about to start. So, is that the official declaration that Uncle Randy is out of retirement? Oh, well, I guess so. Yes, it is. Uh, I told everybody I'm Brett Favre. I retire four or five times. Is so, that yes. a tribute to Doc Martin? Yes. I am getting the body back well, in shape. I'm banking on that he can't. Okay. So, because I don't see. I'm so, not, you have so much confidence in his chiropractic ability. Dude, he's Dr. The, Wilson meets at Thrive, the upper room at the mill. Go see him. He's moving downstairs. Yes, he is. And he's got a beautiful room. Tell and, him Uncle Randy sent you. Dude, I went and got the cooler, one from the raffle, goddamn, used it at the pool today, son. It's beautiful. Blue and white championship. But so he's the first one. So we went up to his booth. I'd met him at the because he plays softball too. I met him at the park uh, in person the first time. I we had been following each other for a while, and I uh, went up to his tent at uh, the last big event. And uh, he was like, "Listen, man, I'm telling you, I can help you get right." And I was like, "Dude, I love the confidence, but my neck has been fused. You know, like I, my C five, six, six, seven are fused. I've got a plate, six screws, dicks, bolts in my neck, dude. It's holding my head on." I blew those out being a champion. He was like, bro, doesn't mean I can't fuck with the ones above it and below it. He's the first motherfucker with the big enough balls. Most car, and I don't even expect him to touch it because I wouldn't, like liability-wise. But the fact that he said, you're good, I got you, makes me know his balls are bigger than this table. I told you, man. Dump truck-sized balls. kill me the day I met with him. Cold sweat coming down the head. He jerked my arm. I... I thought I, I literally saw my life flash before my eyes, and the next day I could put my arm for the first time, dude. And I'm then he took you. me to a Braves game. He's got the sweetest season tickets you ever seen in your life. By the way, I don't I don't want to put a damper on the show, but Uncle Randy's having surgery August fifteenth. All right, goddamn, listen, it's fine. I'm going to be fine. I've had thirty five surgeries. Penis enlargement? No, nah, I've already had that. I'm huge, bro. I'm huge. I'm thick. I'm not long. I'm yeah. thick. I'm not like the pencil dick guy. Yeah. The long dick energy. I'm more the yeah. thick dick and like that speaker. Yeah, that's Uncle Randy right there. That's a thick dick. You know, they call me the beer can in college. That's interesting. You know, whatever. So you walked around with your dick out so much <laughs> so that your nickname was built yeah. around the my, size my of your My nickname dick. in college was uh, Big Nasty. Yeah. And I had a dance. But you've seen me move. My dance was called the Vanilla so Nasty. you could be the manager of Nasty Leroy. Absolutely. I should be. Without a doubt. Da- the sounds, mayor of Poundtown. He sounds like, uh, of course, I want to steal that for the shirt. Absolutely. What a smart-ass thing fucking gimmick champion but uh so what was i saying what we're talking about talking about your dick my dick is huge we said that well it's not huge it's not long sons it's thick um talking about the neck god i had a point there you fucked me had a really good point (laughs) something about we were talking about doc yeah fucking doc 
fusion. Oh, my surgery. surgery. Yeah, I'm, I'm having surgery on my uh, my left hand and my left elbow, right? Okay. So I've had my right hand done for just basic carpal tunnel. You can see the scar yeah. there. So that's how I've been operated on left and right. 15th, they're doing my elbow and my left hand. I was going to have it done right after my right, but COVID hit, fucking Rona, whatever. But so we're doing that because my left hand is pretty much garbage. Now, when I broke my neck, it affected my left side. So my left pec, my left tricep pretty much went away. So I tell Doc this. He's like, bro, I don't give a shit, bro. Fuck that. Dude, I got you. All right. Fuck your bullshit. All right. That's an excuse. It's like, I'll get you back to championship level. That's what I want. That's why I chose the neurosurgeon that fixed my neck was because he was a young, new neurosurgeon. He's like, bro, I love working on fucking brains and spinal cords. You know why? Because the pressure's on me. I was like, all right, you're my surgeon. He's like, I love the shit. He wasn't scared of it, didn't, wasn't worried about it. That's what Doc sounds like to me. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be going next week. And I'll be posting the reviews, goddamn. If he makes me a champion again, which I'm still a champion, don't get me wrong, I'm going to spread the word like wildfire. I expect him to be excellent. If he's done Gary Lamb. I've sent everybody I've sent to him says he's the best. Yeah, I can see. He's got kind of that uh, fucking energy about him. Even though he's a little guy, like yeah. he's got a huge dick he's energy. He's cocky as shit. He is. He's, he's, he's that a military kid. in him. He's a good-looking guy. He right wing as hell. I love him. Go to yeah. a Braves game with him. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. He's he got does. sweet Braves tickets. Yeah. My my company's actually got sweet tickets there, too. I just never take advantage of them. Uh, by the way, yeah, Bubba, uh, Bubba's doing our new jerseys. So here's, here's what I was going to before that. So Bubba's a smart man. So we start high school legends. And this is – I'm not tooting my own horn. I don't want this to come across that way. But, but, but so I procure us a bat sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hey, you know what? It is what it is. So anarchy bats. Maybe we get $2,000 worth of free bats. Maybe, maybe not. Right. I don't know. You know, shirts, hats, bats. A lot of money. Whatever. I think the third po- first podcast I ever watched you, <laughs> you were unveiling some anarchy hats. Yes. And tumblers, Yeti cups they sent you. Yes. So – so we get that, right? Like, that's how, you you know, I've, that's where I've been. I've learned this, you know, sponsors, how you deal with them. Bubba immediately is like, hey, bro, let's do this shit. <laughs> Dude, my uniforms are fire. We need to all be together. And if he had a shitty product, it would be one thing, but he doesn't. He makes great fucking softball uniforms. The best at Hobgood. I don't know where else he does. I've seen his other teams. He makes some of the dopest shit out there, which is I think his wheelhouse. I don't know what he's focused. If it's the Foggy Creek or the One Five or all of it, yeah. But his fucking athletic uniforms are the tits. And there's money in that too. Yes. And now he landed the. Have you seen the singing softball team on TikTok? Yes. Well, you know Bubba does their uniforms now. Yeah, I just found that out. Yeah, it's impressive. He should. I've told everyone that we fuck around within leagues to to fucking get. So with here's him. the deal with softball that I was not aware of. So, as you can tell from the black sheep shirt you are wearing, I like simple designs. You do. Simple designs do not fly in softball. Not anymore. They're back to the, the craziest most shit. gaudiest, nastiest, the worst, ugliest the shit. You're Bubba right. shows me designs. I'm like, that's the ugliest shit I have ever seen. He's like, they love it. I'm like, Dude, what? His best uniforms he ever made were these horrible green ones at Hobgood this past year. Mixing. I've even told them they were my favorite uniforms. Ugliest sin, goddamn. But man, could you not stamp your name on it and be like, that's my shit? Why do people, why, how did softball evolve know. 
to this ugly j- uniform situation. Softball's back to like the 80s, like the pinstripes, the horrible colors. Like it's the new thing. It's the gaudiest it, stuff I've ever seen in my it's life. It's like the the guys that play that are past their, pr- you know, I'm playing softball now, which in itself is funny, right? Because you're a bunch of guys that are still trying to compete when we're all old and right. broken. But they want fire-ass uniforms. So if you come into like our league, we played in the highest league at Hobgood, and you come in with Bush League unis, right. dude, you're fired. But can't you just go like calm color? Like, could I not show up with some black uniforms, white pinstripes with the word black sheep on it? That wouldn't be good. Bubba would need to be like, we need to throw some pink in there, some red <laughs> splash paint, and there needs to be neon circles on it. And I don't understand that. Right now, your idea would actually be the time to do that because everyone's not doing it. Oh, okay. So right now, if someone came in with white and black Yankees, yeah, black sheep I, yeah, it would be fire shit because no one else is doing it. But yeah, the majority of people are like, hey, bro, I want lime green yeah. with Little and Mermaid then Bubba, teal. And then Bubba plays in the black softball league, which I didn't even know was oh, a dude, thing. Champions. And that's a whole nother level of gaudy, unbelievable, the most hideous uniforms i've ever seen Dude, in my so life. let me tell you what rick cope does we talked about the legend of rick cope white boy we got to put him in the hall of fame by the way because we talk about him too much to not be there's, i feel like there's the a million reasons falling out of the, Absolutely. the torn up pocket puts him in the hall he of fame. just be a uh, uh fucking first ballot hall of famer but so we do the whiff ball tournament here the first year last year and we put it together and we're like we're gonna raise some money for must ministries so we do, I put out the feeler, arrange it. Everybody puts four-man teams together. We do a tournament style. Rick Cope, this is before Silvertown was really Silvertown. We hadn't announced like a name. Rick Cope's like, okay, bitches, we're competing. I'm bringing in my team. He's not even playing. So I, I assume oh, so when he, he brought put, some ringers in. Yeah, when he submitted it, I figured he'd be a player. No, Rick Cope was like, dude, my leg's horrible. My leg fell off. Have you seen his on. leg? Yes, it's terrible. Mm. It's got a butt cheek in the middle of it. Yes, so it's horrible. It is glued back on barely. Yeah. Champion, though, still walking around. But so he brings in. You got a boat now? He, he does. Fucking pontoon like a champion, <laughs> which was the right decision. Right. What he get when, when he gave the other boat back, yes. best decision he's yes. ever made. Total bad call to invest that, and he pulled it back. But so Rick pulls up. And, uh, you know, he gets us your sound equipment, Speedy. You know, you loan it to us. Didn't even know each other yet, but you loan it because, hey, you're you're a charitable man. You know, you were okay with us using your shit because Rick Cope was like, these are my my friends. We took great care of it. It's a fantastic. uh, I felt when it came out, I was like, this is too much money. I don't want to be responsible for this fancy shit. But it went great. We raised four grand, no problem, all day, played wiffle ball. But Bubba and I can't remember his fucking name, the coolest ass dude, tall black guy, slim Slim. maybe. Okay, raking. Slim's out here, dude, jumping the fence, making catches in (laughs) wiffle ball. And everybody's like, where do these guys live? And I'm like, I don't know if they live here. And Rick's like, with his hand in his, because we don't know he's got a gun yet, but it's just in that pocket. So I'm like, don't ask questions. That's Rick Cope's team. He just moved We here. don't know him good enough. Right. And he's just like sitting. He's like, those are my guys. And I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's in that yeah. pocket. Only thing I remember about that day, and now I know him as, and I know this is going to get you in trouble, but I now know him as Dahmer. Yeah. Made an inappropriate comment to one of our friends, and Rick was going to kill him, and we had to t- tell Rick not to kill him. 
Dude, I don't want to be on the ascent because I've learned this as I've gotten to know Rick more. It's not just like a violent streak or like a this is thing. He kind of obsesses on his target. Yes. Which is bad news. Yes. When someone if like, you're the target. Like usually for me, like I'll burn out on you. I'll, no. be, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to whip your ass. A couple of days goes no. by. I'm like, I'm over it. So he has a philosophy. I, if you were to ask Rick, what is your number one philosophy that you could pass down to people? He would tell you vengeance <laughs> is yeah. a dish best served cold. He loves that line. And I've seen that man wait for years and able to enact the vengeance so as he felt like it needed it to be acted. Tr- is it true that he reached out to the leaders of the church you helped build and was like, uh, how the fuck are you not letting him like baptize people or something? No, or they people wouldn't being let me in baptize the my son. Okay. I, he told me this story, and it scared the shit out of me. Yes. Like just the seriousness of him yeah, telling he, it, I yeah. was like, Apparently he real. called them out on Cherokee Connect the other day so bad that the post got pulled down. <laughs> I didn't see it. I heard about it. It didn't surprise you. No. Because this was, but that was, that's a perfect example. Three to four years ago. Yeah. He's not over it. Mm -mm. I forget about it. He's not over it. No. He's never over it. No. That's why I can't imagine people like if you really called the pastor and told him he was going to sit on the front row if it took two years for the pastor to preach on forgiveness, just where he could stand up in the middle of his sermon. He did say that. He told me that. He said, and I'll be there every fucking time the doors are open. Yes. And yes. I got no problem with it. Which is savagery, son. And yeah. somehow in that church where the pastor is insulated, he got through to the pastor. Yeah. That's crazy. Because you don't get through to the pastor in a mega Which, church. Uh, now that I've learned, because I've dealt with Rick on like some agreed upon issues that we've had in the, the yes. Silvertown neighborhood. Because yes. Rick is definitely still the enforcer. Don't sleep on his age. He's not going to like, like let you slide. He would be like the Ole Anderson yeah, of the horseman. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. Or more so not one of the horsemen, but remember back, he was, he'd be more like Terry Funk. 100%. Dude, Terry Funk. He's Terry Funk. Bless, bless him. They say he's got he's dementia got, he's got now. Dementia, yeah. I talked to Jericho about it this week, and he said it's not as bad as what's being good, reported. Good. But there is definitely Dude, an onset. Also, on in the greatest movie ever made, Roadhouse. Yes. So fuck it. Write right. it down. If you don't watch Roadhouse, I don't know if I can be friends with Every time that motherfucker's on, if I turn it on, yes. I, I watch it from where it's at. Yes. You can't turn off Roadhouse. Rips the fucker's throat out. Terry Funk, champion. So, yes, I'm glad he's doing better than he said. But, yes, Rick, that is perfect analogy. <laughs> he would be Terry Funk. Yes, old Terry Funk. I mean, Terry Funk. Funk, remember when he went to ECW and he was like Absolutely. 60 and he was Nobody wrestling gave with a shit. Nobody gave a <laughs> shit. Dude, he would tear his forehead off. Like, that's... That, to me, that's how I grade the old schoolers. Yeah. I look at their forehead yeah. and see how, like many Dusty. Time, how many times they gave themselves how much, color. How, much how many times they, they bladed themselves. cheeses up there. Dude, you look at Hogan. You look at Flair. Flair's forehead is like a map yeah. of treasure. Like, it is unreal and how many times. And that's after plastic, but none of them have, like, Dusty. Could you pull the trigger on your forehead, do you think? So there's been some talk, and... I've always I would love said, to see it. if I ever go into the ring, there's got to be blood. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I agree. I'm behind this I endeavor. don't know how you do it, though. Like, to, I mean, I know how you do it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how you mentally do it. Oh, I agree. That's where my, because like, they put it, the like, yeah. either in the hand or and in you're just tape. Like, You ain't got time to think about it, because no. you just got it. When it's time no. to bleed. If you don't do it right, everyone sees it. the worst thing you can it. do is get a trickle. 
Absolutely. So apparently a the bitch key, ass bleed like right, a little shit right. bitch. Yeah. yeah. So the, apparently the key is a lot of alcohol before you go out because it thins your blood. But I'm a bleeder anyway. That's a great point too. Yeah. So that a is. lot of them take shots. But I I'm a bleeder already. Dude. dude, fucking God. I'll just talk about Dusty Rhodes. He does not get enough credit. And dude, if you talk American to Dream, if you talk to wrestlers, him and Flair are right there. Like, Hell dude, yeah. especially in the Southeast, people will go Dusty. Yeah. In the Southeast, people that came through. Well, Vince tried to screw know, the him. Buff Bagwell. All these guys came through Dusty. Yeah. And Vince tried to screw him. Vince put him in the, remember, with the uh, black with the yellow polka oh, dots. Yeah. And he still got that of the common man. Still got over. He's a common man. Dude, his, his <laughs> and boys, he still got it over. Gold Dust is still getting over. Right. Dude, because, dude, Dusty, best of all time. Cody, love him. Love the roads. But so, I'm just telling you, take my money now. Yeah. If you ever consider that, take all my money. We're working on a little something, something that's probably going to be the story of the year in 2022. Dude, if you... We're just laying the groundwork now for it. If, if Gary Lamb brings color... All right, for one, it's going to launch your shit to another level. Because for one, you're going to get both the shit and the glory on yes. all the social media. I can't wait. The shit storm will be so glorious that you'd win all the way around. Yeah. Two, who else got the balls to do it? Yeah. Three... I got to be there to take pictures. I got to get a picture of it. And to me, the color's all about the trick. Like people don't love the, don't appreciate the art, the nuance, right? Of like the, it's like magicians, right? With the hand move, like the distraction and shit. Like the good wrestlers know how to use that shit. Like yeah. if you're looking at the ref or if they got their right. fucking Bobby the Brain over here, pulling your eye over here. That's when, Pop it quick. you know, apparently it's one jab is what I've heard. Oh, it's gotta be. You got one chance. Boom. Go deeper than shower. Oh, I'd my rather... question is I need to know I'll do whatever, but I have to know there's going to be no permanent scar. Oh dude, I'm going to do that. Here's what uncle Randy's going to do. I would do it, but I would have to have my wife in the stands to look at her face to tell me that I go too deep. Yeah. Like the first look, like like a kid does with yeah. their dad. Like if he breaks his arm, yeah. it looks at you to decide whether he cries They've or not. They've been wanting to do the Bischoff with me with the NWO. They've been wanting to power bomb me off the stage through a table. God, yes. I'm 45. That's not happening. No, I worry about your uh, your safety there. It's not going to happen. But I they do, say they can protect you. Dude, if you take like a pistol whip, yeah, I'm just putting ideas out. If you took a pistol from maybe some crazy bastard, ripped your forehead open, I'm buying it. Yeah. I'm loving it all day. I've been choke slammed. I've been so you heard about the time they yes. jumped me and the crowd went crazy and started throwing shit in the well, ring. Yeah. So what happened? Because I left the show before then. Because I've been to three shows. I always leave them. Gunner lasts about an hour and a half, and I leave. And somebody videos the final match, and I miss the. We best always shit. in. We always I in crazy. Every single fucking time. The time the fire marshal Bill was there, King of Pops. Yeah. The one where there's all the barbed wire, all the yeah. fucking blood. I left two minutes before that motherfucker, and he's live in it while I'm driving home. There's blood everywhere. Yes. So suppose what what happened this last time? You got beat up or no, somebody pushed you? No, or... show. Some guy jumped me. I was cutting the announcement. Some guy jumped me in a mask. We still don't know who it was. Yeah. So that there's, kind an, of... there's an ongoing investigation, if you will. And it's hard to see because how do you hold your as the promoter the gm right of a, of a wrestling company how do you when you make your gm picks what is your how is your are you thinking are you doing those as a fan or is it like i know inside intel that's why i'm picking this guy or is it just like 
These are the guys I think are the better wrestlers. That's how you do. So when I'm making the picks on my video, yes. So Dylan's our booker. Dylan knows the outcome of everything. He scripts and writes out all the storylines. I never ask. Good. So I don't have any clue because. I used to ask all the time. Because it would compromise I, you, right? Like in your picks. I, yeah, yeah, I'm too busy now to know. Mm-hmm. And so like, so now I never did the picks. I've only been doing the picks for like the last four months. I saw Dana White I love do them. it. No, I So I started I doing it. I watch them every time. They're great. And now they're just my educated guest on who's going to win. And they're legit picks. I don't know who's going to win what. And they turn out really fun. And they've been getting a lot of views. So do you know your record? On your picks right I've now? Never Have you not my tallied record? your record? I wonder I, how I, it is. I've, I've watched all looked. the videos, but I've never like compiled your record. Yeah. But uh, me and Griffin were watching them last time. We were driving back from Alabama. I was like, "Yeah, this is Gary. This guy I do the show with. I got to introduce you to Gary." And because uh, he was my first, like we used yeah, to take, he, he was a wrestling dude, guy. We right? took him to Hell in a Cell. He was a John Cena, of course. You know, mm-hmm. fucking baby John Cena. Um, where Gunner is more of like. Uh, Undertaker guy or the girls. He loves oh, yeah. the women wrestlers, dude. Uh, old girl, that's the... Uh, Have you seen our new girl, the Samoan? Oh, she scared the shit out of both of us. Yes, she's savage. But the girl that she beat, who's your big... Danny Jordan. That, yes, that's lost all the weight. That yeah. looks fantastic. She's I heard all, she was big. Rick was telling me. She used to be like yeah. 80 pounds bigger. Yeah. But Rick had beat her in 53 seconds. Savagery. Just I saw came that. and destroyed her. That That's Samoan. Or Amazonian is yes. better. Like, uh, what were the Amazonians? <clears throat> Wonder Woman is yes. an Amazonian. That's what she reminded me. Yes. Because she's got to be every bit of 5'10". Yes. Muscles, pretty, yeah. long hair, good, yes. good boobs, nice Great ass. ass. Great Not ass. Not that I was looking. And that doesn't happen all the time with like an Asian American no. type thing. She's got a good dumper yeah. on her. Yeah. Got a good turd cutter, son. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. It is what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. But so Gunner's like enthralled with those guys. But I'm still a, a whole, I still like hold my beer. He's my yeah. guy. So this is our once a year coming up show is, is the Rumble Jack. Yeah. So Luke created the Rumble Jack. So is it a Royal Rumble? So here's what it is at seven. Luke was like, Dad, you know what would be cool? I said, What, son? If we had a Royal Rumble, but when it gets down to two people, all the rest of the guys got to come to the ring and it's a lumberjack match. Nice. So the match doesn't start until there's two people left. Then all the rest of the wrestlers come out and there's Genius. lumberjacks around the ring. So it's called the Rumble Jack. The great thing about the Rumble Jack is there's 31 to 40 people in it. You never know who's coming out next. We have a bunch of old stars coming yeah, out. Good. A bunch of guys that haven't been around. A bunch of legends come out. Is this this um, month? That's show? this month. Uh, a couple years ago, Robert Gibson came out. The Rock and Roll Express. Um, so, uh, young guy though, did he sign with AEW? Did I hear that? Which one? The young. Uh, he's the. Uh, his dad was a pro wrestler. Ben, he signed with WWE. That's what I heard. Performance Center. He's so, going all to the performance. His, his last show was with us this last time. Anybody that's ever seen him knew that was coming. Right? Yeah. Athletic specimen. Yeah. Kids. So nineteen years old. But you could tell he's raw and ready. One. Listen to this shit though. Was eighteen years old last year. Won the state wrestling championship in Alabama high yeah. school against his best friend, broke the kid's back in the state championship finals. He's a big kid. You want to talk about a dumper? Uncle Randy's not gay. He's kid's got huge legs and a big He's a dumper. Beast. He's going to be a star. Yeah, and that's even more impressive at nineteen. Yeah, with his dad being Bull Buchanan being known. Yeah. So did he ever? Uh, did they ever have the split? No, they had the split, and they were supposed to fight. This last show was their last match, and Bull's got to have surgery. So okay. we couldn't pull it That's off. That's fair. Yeah. 
Well, so, you don't want to do, but that yeah. would be funny. Or a good, uh, so well, good for him, dude. How does that make you feel when it you, makes ma- me really when you proud. launch motherfuckers? It makes me really proud. I mean, we didn't launch him, he'd been in a bunch of, but, still. but he was part of us. I tell you, we had a guy when we first started, probably our first five shows named Austin Theory, and I'm got signed by WWE, was in WrestleMania. And me and Luke were in the Walmart the other day, and there was this figure, yeah, we bought everyone they had. I mean, like, even, of course, I'm just like, how do you not? Oh, absolutely, like that guy was with us our first six shows. Got signed to WWE. Now he's in NXT. Was on WrestleMania, and like now he's got a figure in Walmart. All right. So my last question on wrestling. This is we'll finish up with this because we're at three hours. We're up, dude. It just happened. We had three hours. Yeah, we're at three oh five. Your wife's already chimed in and said I'm going to bed. Yeah, she's gonna wake uh, up when we get home. Gym time comes early. Uh, that's what she said. So um, the two guys that won the belt, the tag team belt. Yeah, technical excellence. Yes, one of the guys. Very good worker. Yes. Not the best bodied guy I've ever seen. Fantastic worker, though. Yes. How long has he been wrestling? All right. So let me tell you the story as the way it's been interpreted to me. Okay. Because I can tell he's he's done it for a while. So Chip is about 33. Okay. That's about what I would think. I want to be real careful how I word this. Chip was the kid that was supposed to make it. Yeah. At 20, 21. Literally, people say they were the best he's ever seen. Yeah. And without divulging too much from what I can put together, just had his demons. Sure. Life happens. Um, made some poor choices in yeah. life. Um, and that got derailed a little bit. Yeah. And now he's coming back pr- because he loves the sport. Probably not because he has a chance to go to the next level. But people tell me Nick can attest to this more than me because he's been around Georgia wrestling more supposedly the best, like the best natural, like when he was in great shape. Yeah. God, just press the wrong button there we go so from watching him because like i said he's a great worker technically yeah probably the best that i've watched out of yeah. the whole group but he also takes a good ass whooping takes a great ass like, whooping. he takes uh shots that other guys don't take and do you notice that as a yeah. promoter like I, I, who's willing to take the yes. shots so and the I'm a chi- yeah like chip's the best to me like i'm a huge chip fan i'm a second chance guy mm-hmm. anyway so i love chip yeah um you you say to himself, not in the not the greatest body, but who cares? But wins the crowd over the crowd. Yes, he loves does. him. He's fantastic. Um, but he's a legend in Georgia. Like Good. if you if you were a guy that keeps up with Georgia independent wrestling, yeah, you know that Chip is a legend. So like, you know that whole story. You would know his whole story. So he had at one time he was projected as like he a was, WWE he superstar. Was he was the guy. He was the guy that was destined to go to the next. So level. that's why you love him. There's him. a big part of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, probably. He was, he was the guy that uh early on he thought we were the new guys, didn't really like us. He was kind of the OG. Yeah. And we met and we just he actually we brought him in one day. We had a guy cancel the day of the show. We yeah. called him, asked him to come in. He was super hesitant because we'd had so many words on social media yeah. going back and forth. I told him, I said, We're not gonna make you look foolish. Come in. He came in, he's been with us ever since, and we just get along. That's he's awesome. one of our champions. Dude, that's the story. Yeah, love that's him. the shit I like to hear. Now, you also had the two, the last show, when I, I was at the last show, the two big boys, 
fucking 300 plus pounders, the white guy and the black guy. Two huge. They were both the, the big kids. The big scary guy with two different color eyes. Cyrus. Yes. And whoever he wrestled, um, the black guy he wrestled. God, who did he wrestle? He's super athletic, but but chubby. And they were doing like literally. Oh, Huck. Yes. Huckabee. Yes. All-star um, Hanson's and, partner. And yes. And despite yes. The, his physique. Yes. One of the more athletic guys yes. I've ever seen move. Big Huck. So he's a legend. He's been He's a veteran. Been around forever. But and they're doing belly to belly suplexes. I, I thought your ring was going to collapse. Me too. When they did the when uh, the white guy suplexed Cyrus, Huckabee, yes, the ring almost gay. Yes, it was. And Gunner was right at the front, and I was right behind him. I was like, dude, that was close. Like that's like some big show shit where he collapsed the yeah. one in WWE. Yeah. So how so the fuck Cyrus, did that make your first, butthole pucker? So the first time Cyrus was with us, came out got on the second rope and started bouncing the ropes and the rope snapped. Like we had to wrestle the rest of the show with two ropes. That's hilarious. So Jeez, dude, that is two big boys that can move big boys. Yeah. I was actually, I was more surprised by the athleticism in the two big guys because the little guys, you expect them to be able to move. Right. Those two big guys. It's fucking incredible. So yeah, so Southern honor sons, if you're around here and you First don't Friday in August, dude, you might see white boy. With a security shirt. Might Rumble, have a gun, maybe Rumble not. Jack, 31 people. We ain't announced them all. Uh, Uncle Randy might be one of the surprise oh, entrants. Maybe. You never know. You never know, son. You never know. But let's tell you what you will see. Is Uncle Randy definitely in the crowd with the chain, son. That's right. The chain is always there. And Gary see, won't let me come without it And you it will now. see nasty. I, I won't even let you come to church no, without it. I know. If you, you won't. do come to action one Sunday and you don't have the chain. Dude, when you were like, when you were... <laughs> After the popsicle thing, you're like, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're the Guardians of the Jukebox, and you're like, come on, Uncle Randy's going to be here with his chain. I was like, fuck, I got to bring it. And I had on my beauty. You saw my pink Yeah, you didn't shirt. even wear the shirt. I don't yeah, think you wore yeah. the chain. No, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, because people were pulling me out of the crowd like, I love Signing the show. autographs. They were like, oh, man, I watch you and Gary. I watched the whole four hours. I mean, despite all the fuckery, there's a lot of people that, that hit me up about our show. They love the shit. I do love the shit. It reaches uh, reaches out. But so, are we on are we on RSS feed yet? We're on mine right now. Yes. Married okay. AF. So if you go to Married AF, does it get our last episode? Yes. yes. Okay. So write yeah. this down. Is on that feed. Yes. Didn't Until we start the got black you. sheep. One, got you. Which is what I was telling you. Where we need to get we gotta involved. Brooke will set it up for it. like she's already Legend. volunteer. She knows how to do all the RSS feed. It's like a twelve dollars a month. But it'll be its right. own feed yeah. because this show needs to be yes. on the black sheep. And that way, any show that you yeah, do for black legend. sheep is on there. And it's literally, that's the way to do it. But for now, because I don't want people to not be able to so find let's get, it. So we Brooke is out. not just sex appeal. There's or, brains there too. Dude, or not just the like technical, this part. Dude, she's the editing. She's all the magic. Legend. Dude, bag the champion, bro. Man, we all kicked their coverage. You did good. We shouldn't have the women we have. No. We don't deserve the women. I mean, listen. I know, I've been a dirtbag, son. I'll write that down. You can write it right now. Right. You can write it right that, now. I'll sign that, it. That. I'll sign it and triplicate, goddamn. All right. Well, let's get out of here, Gary. We're at three minutes, three hours, twelve minutes. So we need uh we need to get with the uh, We'll be Nick. back in August. We're gonna get with Nick. I want to have out Nick. Dude, I gotta talk with uh Nick. Uh we'll talk with Gunner. We're gonna do that. All kind of shit. We're taking this on the road, folks. I will be there though for the Rumble Jack. August sixth. Whole family will be there. I can't wait for that shit. I'm fucking all in. All right, son. So uh, hopefully you wrote all this shit down. Uh, guy with the little dick and the submit wife uh, got most of the smoke tonight. Hey, it is what it is. That's right. Quit putting know, cigarettes out on windows. I know that we know each other and shit, but, uh, you know, 
if you come here with some bullet, you're going to get what right. you get. Don't, I don't submit know a question you if are, you don't so want. You don't have to feel awkward when you're around me because I don't even know who you are. Don't ask a question. I said it on our first episode. Don't send a question if you don't want the real answer. Right. If you want some bullshit, poor guy. Ask the wrong guy. But that's why also I don't give them to Gary in advance because I want the Gary. We don't want to think about that. No. Pussy son. All right, we'll holler at y'all later. We're out of here. We'll see y'all next uh, next month. Go fuck yourself, son. Talk to you later. See. You.